This episode of the Esoteric Order of Roleplayers is brought to you by the generosity of our backers on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash esotericrp to find out how you can become a backer too. Remember to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram to keep up with all the latest news, and join our Discord community to chat with players and fellow listeners. The Esoteric Order broadcasts from Santa Fe, New Mexico. We recognize these episodes are produced on the traditional territory of the Tewa-speaking Pueblo peoples, and we acknowledge their community, their ancestors, their elders, both past and present, and future generations. The Esoteric Order of Roleplayers present Manier, a Palladium Story, with David Larkins as the Game Master. Alright, so before we get into it today, yeah. uh, we have a couple new Ooh. patrons to Ooh. thank. Ooh, new pa- that's I, remarkable. It's been a while, you know. the The world is healing, and we have new patrons. Well, I don't know about that, but we have new patrons, which is very sweet. And it's nice. very sweet. Always appreciated. Yes. So, thank you uh, to Hayden McBrady. Hayden McBrady, a fine Scottish name, <laughs> uh, and uh, Tyshawn Wise. Tyshawn. Uh, yes. Who uh, both backed us this month. So sorry it took a little while to get around to saying thanks because this is our first and last episode of this month. (laughs) We're going to have more coming out in April. Well, nice. Thank you to Hayden and Tyshawn. Yes, thank you. I'm looking at my notes. I don't, why do I have math on my notes? (laughs) And then I have something that says Nasfert. Uh huh. What the fuck is that? (laughs) The fuck is a Nasfert? (laughs) What? Why did I write that? Oh, we'll get into it. Oh, you remember? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Oh, I know. Konkuran. What was that? <laughs> uh, look, I know it's been two months since we played. <laughs> yeah, so well, no. I don't no, begrudge you anything. It has, yeah, no, it, it has been about two months. It has been about eight weeks. Yeah, in fact, um, on my, my Google Drive, with oh. where I keep my very detailed scenario notes. Yes, very detailed. Um, what did it say? It was like January 27th or... Yeah, yeah, mine's mine's January 30th, 2021. Oh, 30th, okay. Yeah. So yeah, it's been almost two months. So... February really wasn't a month. No, I don't don't think that actually existed. No. I think that's like a conspiracy. But it's almost April. To convince us that a month called February happened. Oh, don't start with that. Don't start with that. <laughs> I see you're wearing your cream of the crop t-shirt. I am. With Macho Man Randy Savage. I am indeed. He's kind of one of our totems for this. Uh... Yes, although he's been sent away. <sighs> he was in shackles. And I think mm-hmm. I think Maneater was a little happy. Like, yeah, 
She should be. Now you know how this feels. <laughs> it sucks. But you've kind of gone through, I mean, I, I would say that not playing was, well, it's for a variety of reasons, but yeah. one of the main reasons being trying to really think about how we're moving forward with Palladium. Yes, indeed. So um, I don't know if I've talked about it. I might have talked about this during our mm. our wrap-up session for By oh. the Sword. Yeah. Um, but, um, you know, it was never my intention originally to to broadcast Palladium <laughs> Fantasy on a, on our podcast. You didn't want to, yeah. I didn't, I, you know, I didn't want to publicly exhibit myself like that. <laughs> um, oh my God, that's filthy. But... <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, it was it was just a thing Alex and I were doing for fun. Well, wait and, a minute. I was part of that. Well, no, no, I'm saying initially. Initially, it was just a conversation between uh, me and Alex. And then... Uh, and then I horned I, in. You, you did. You invited yourself into the game. <laughs> I did. I so did. Okay, that's better. In, you full on invited yourself. Yeah, I did. Which was fine. And then... <laughs> well, you keep saying that, but I, I don't know. Hello, we're sitting here playing you know a man-eater story so obviously yeah you know and uh sweet yeah it was right so as i was saying right and hopefully the audio (laughs) quality is better uh (laughs) (laughs) um but uh anyway yeah no it was it was just a it was just a, a little experiment because we wanted to go back and uh kind of examine this this system of games from our youth yeah and um and so, recently, um, Alex and I were, were having a chat, and we realized that we'd kind of reached the end of what we call Palladium Phase 1. Yeah, okay. Which was just kind of giving the Palladium system a fair shake, uh, because even after By the Sword wrapped up, Alex and I kept playing various little Palladium games over the course of the rest of the year, and um, talking about it and really giving it way more time and attention than it needs or deserves. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> oh, no. But it's been a fun exercise in, like, deconstructing, like, right. how are these games designed? Uh, what do they What do they lack? What do they... Well, a lot, I'll say. They <laughs> right. lack a lot. Well, and, 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 you know, in the course of our um, discussion, we, we reached some interesting conclusions, which was that the Palladium system itself didn't bother us as much as we thought it would um that really the games suffer mostly from uh and i say this as an editor uh they suffer mostly from bad editing you know i think if if they had you know professional level editing um you could keep them more or less as written and just polish them up Mm -hmm. so that the information is presented more you know, clearly and consistently, there are less like repetitions and contradictions right. in the text. Right, right, right. You know, and everything's you know kind of clear. Yeah. You know, so um, yeah, that's that's kind of where we landed with the system. Like the system itself, once you kind of clear away the muck, is actually pretty pretty fine, pretty decent. I say all that as I'm just about to drop a whole pile of house rules on your head. I know, but. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Hey man, keeps me young. What can yeah, I say? yeah, yeah, yeah. Keeps your keeps your brain active. Um, yep. The the thing that was surprising to us was working with the. Palladium. Wait, it sort of keeps me young, and you're like, yeah, it keeps your brain active. So no, it doesn't keep you young. It just keeps your brain a little more agile. Well, yeah, agile brains are a sign of youth. So all there right, you go. okay. Anyway, uh, the thing that surprised us was especially when it, with with the fantasy setting, like just because we were sort of trying to. 
trying to comb through the material over the the fall and winter and like sort of assemble like a, a, a setting Bible basically. Right. And we just kept running into all these like massive gaps, you know, like things that just aren't addressed or are, you know, of course my classic rant about the Wolfen in the Western Empire, you know. I still find that to be incredibly like stupid. <laughs> Um, yeah, it is. I mean, I'm playing a wolf in just for funsies, but like, yeah. it's like, why would you leave out? Yeah, that that seems like crucial information. Well, it was it was almost more like a retcon, but then it's like that's a pretty big retcon. Yeah, that's a massive retcon, and to put it in another book that has nothing to do with the West Empire. Anyway, this is what I'm saying though. Okay. This is this is an issue of line editing, right? Which I can speak to mm-hmm. with some authority at this point. Yeah. Uh, I'm still learning that craft myself, but you know, it's like you have to you have to keep track of like what's been said before, and right. then if you are going to change it, you have to do it in a way that that is going to reach the people it needs to reach, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. So, like, put out a revised Western Empire source book, right? Don't just keep publishing the same source book, you know, that that later got contradicted by other material. Right. You know right, what I mean? Right. So. Anyway, it's it's an it's an editing issue with the setting as well. But you know, the conventional wisdom online is like, oh, the Palladium system's horrible, but the settings are amazing. And it's like that's weird. You know, I'd say those are both true on a very very macro level because the Palladium system itself is very clunky and old fashioned, and definitely needs some cleaning up. But it's not horrible. It's perfectly playable. Um, and as far as the settings go, yeah, they're packed with like a ton of amazing material. I mean, I'm not going to, like, say, you know, you know, it's all hype. There's no substance. But, you know, there's also just big things missing. You know, things I've gotten used to with settings like Glorantha and whatnot, Mm -hmm. where it's like, these are things that should be addressed. Like, you know, what is the culture of the Western Empire? We don't really know. Like, what are some typical names? We don't really know. Well, Like, there are no names of, like, lists of wolfen names to draw off of. Right. You just have to comb through the books and, like, make lists based off the NPCs. And those those are widely variable. It doesn't seem to be any kind of like underlying like, let me just figure out what the wolf and language sounds like, and then I can maybe come up with some names. You know, it was just like whatever the author like thought of in the moment. You know, right? It's very slapdash. You know, and so there were these big big gaps, which you know that's why I stopped running by the sword. Is I I thought it was my problem, where I'm like, I'm not getting a good grip grip on this setting, and it's because I don't have the time to do it. Well, I took the time. And I'm still like, there are things lacking. Right, <laughs> there's right. a lot of there's a lot of patches I need to spackle over, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> which is fine. I mean, once I kind of got to that point, I'm like, well, that's that's fine because, you know, that allows me to do some world building. Right. But it's more work. It's more work that I have to do, you right, know, right. <laughs> which is irritating. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> but anyway, that's been another reason why we've had a little bit of a pause is because Alex and I were sort of trying to figure out. Like, okay, so that was Palladium Phase 1. What does Phase 2 look like? Do we just keep pressing on as before? Or do we, you know, change things up a little bit? So for a while there, we were looking at maybe running the Palladium setting, but with a more modern system, especially like a system that would allow some like, you know, sort of extrapolation of the setting in game, right? Like you might have some mechanics in it that would yeah. allow you to kind of like make up details on the fly. Right, you know? right. I will spend a story point to say that, you know, this city yeah. once belonged to the giants or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? 
ultimately though we decided to stick with palladium yeah <laughs> because um again the system itself actually not that bad and we can still focus on on the world building as we go along you know we don't we don't need story points for that right <laughs> you know right, right. it's fine um but i did in a flash of inspiration oh my God. come up with a house rule uh, kind of unified dice mechanic system that i want a guinea pig on on you and and this game so that's okay i want to guinea pig it on you oh my god uh, <laughs> the music seems a little loud oh okay Just, let me turn that down then yeah how's that better that's much better okay yeah all right i feel bad that you were talking that much and the music was that loud but well, I can hopefully people can adjust it in post okay <laughs> <laughs> hopefully people are sticking with it uh-huh. anyway so you have a guinea pig rule i have a guinea pig rule so Here's the issue with Palladium. Wait, I thought you just went over all the issues with Palladium. As a system. Oh, all right. <laughs> Is that its task resolution mechanics are all over the map, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes you're rolling a d20, sometimes you're rolling a percentile die. Sometimes you want to roll high, sometimes you want to roll yeah, low. Yeah, it's very inconsistent. It's very inconsistent. And so I think part of what we can do here to sort of like make that mental bandwidth a little, a little less taxing Mm -hmm. is to get into a unified dice roll mechanic with palladium okay Okay. oh the other thing of course is that attributes under 16 don't actually matter right it doesn't there's no material difference between having a physical prowess of 10 and a physical prowess of 12 you know there's no there's no big you know it's it's like Oh, just role play it. It's like, well, how do you role play that? How do you role play the difference between a physical prowess seven and a physical prowess twelve? You know what I mean? Like, you don't really, okay. you know. So, you know, it's like, what 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 point do attributes serve? You know, if they're under if they're under fifteen, once they hit or under sixteen, once they hit sixteen, you start getting bonuses. Okay, you see what I mean? I see. There are no penalties for having low attributes. Okay, the expectation is that you would just role play it and get experience points for that, but. You know, only that that only works in the extremes. Like, I have an IQ of five, so I'm going to play my character really dumb. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, that's cool. But what does an IQ of eight mean? What does an IQ of 12 mean? How do you role play that? You know, so. Slightly less dumb. <laughs> I'll take a little less time to answer a question. Right. And I'll answer it just a little bit better. Right. I mean, you know, it's, it's impossible. It's, right, right, you know. right. All right. So it would be nice to have attributes actually matter. Yeah. You know, yeah, that would be on good. some level. Okay, so my what my system presupposes is oh it's a D100 base system, okay? Okay. It's always roll high. It's always rolling against a target number, okay? Okay. With me so far? Yeah, just all my D10s are still on my other dice thing. Should we pause so you can go get no, them? No, I'll work with it. All right, you can borrow one out of the okay out of my collection here. I have some. No, I'm not going to touch your there. tainted dice. Sure you are. No, they're not all tainted. I don't like These them. aren't tainted. This was blessed by a, yeah. a bishop. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, anyway, so D100. Blessed by a minor bishop. Though. D100. All right, so they're D100 based. All right, so basically the the core mechanic is you're going to roll D100, mm-hmm. okay? You're going to add a relevant attribute to that, uh-huh. okay? Plus whatever your skill or combat modifier might be, okay? Okay. So we'll do an example here. Uh, For like a basic 
skill test. Yeah. Uh, let's say um, first aid. Perfect example there, right? Yeah. All right, first aid. So Maneater has a first aid of 40. Okay. And has an IQ of 22. Yeah, she's super brilliant, insane. which I don't know why. Okay. We... <laughs> It's really dumb. We, <laughs> I think it's stupid. I mean, you can switch that out if you want. You could switch IQ and mental endurance if you want. She'd have an IQ of five. No. <laughs> it's fine. All right. Um, anyway, so... Uh, By the way, this is like the fifth character sheet I've had for this character. Quiet. So... <laughs> <laughs> By the way, he has my character sheet in front of him. I have not... I've yet to see this because yes. he's unveiling this new system. Okay. I know. I know. All right. So IQ plus first aid is 62. Okay. okay. So I want to roll above it? You, you know, you're going to add that to your roll. You're going to add that to your roll. 62? Uh-huh. I'm adding 62 to whatever it is I roll in the D100. What am I going to get? 250 or something? Oh, possibly. Yeah. Because what? Your, your usual target number for a skill roll is 100. You want to hit 100 or better. Okay. So. What? Okay. I want to. Okay. That's for a normal task. Okay. Okay. For a normal task. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Oh, God. Okay, go on. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know. I knew you'd love this. All right. So Keep going. All right. So I'm going to roll. I rolled a 74. So you don't actually have to do the math most of the time, right? Most of the time? Yeah, yeah. Because... Oh, my God. Well, it's like... Check it out. It's like with Pendragon. I have no I have no qualms adding things. I, I'm not one of those people. Like, I like that. Yeah. It's fine. Okay. But I'll... Oh, She's lying, so she banged her elbow against the table. No, that's not true. <laughs> oh, no. I don't mind adding. All right. You all right? That's my bad elbow. Oh, dear. Okay. Um, you okay? Whatever. All right. Um, 136. 136. So that's the total. Yeah. From plus the bonus. So I rolled a, a, a roll. I made 136. How do I even keep going? Okay. All you need to do is hit that target number. That's why I'm saying it's like you don't technically need to like do the the addition at every time because it's like with like in Pendragon like mm-hmm. you have a skill of 28 right what do I need to make a crit 12 20. you know 12 <laughs> right 12 or better so it's like that's really just what you're rolling for right you're rolling you're rolling that d20 oh god you're okay. right there no I was having intense loathing self-loathing oh Go my on. god you're, you're rolling that D20. Yeah. All you're really looking for, oh, I rolled a 19. I critted. Yeah. You're not going like, okay, 19 plus 8. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, you don't have to do I mean, that. that's what I do. Yeah. You can if you want. <laughs> Again, if you want to keep your brain agile <laughs> and youthful. Oh, my God. But anyway, so in this example. Right. I I, roll, I hit over 100. So. You're, you're, you're adding 62 to your roll. So you know that roughly, hey, as long as I roll like. Over 40. 40 or above. Yeah, like, you know, I got it. Boom. Hey, I just rolled a 41. Look at that. You know, so there you go. I made it. Cool. All right. Then what? When you do have to add it, much like in Pendragon, this has a lot of Pendragon in it. No, Uh, really? This this has a lot of Pendragon and Cyberpunk in it. Shocking. Strangely enough. Shocking. It's almost as if I'm running Pendragon and Cyberpunk. Almost. Also, concurrently to this. All right. When you do have to add is when you're making an opposed roll, right? So that that comes in with combat usually, right? Yeah. So in that case, um, basically what I just what I did is I went through and I multiplied all of your bonuses by um, five. Wow. Okay. okay. Thank you. You're welcome. So like you like you're fighting with a spear, you have a plus fifteen to strike. Right. Right. So you're gonna roll. 
60 plus 15, 75. Now your opponent is going to try and parry, just like, you know, and you remember this mechanic. It's the same basic mechanic, uh, but it's just not using a d20. Okay. okay. So your opponent then needs to beat that 75 with their parry bonus. Let's say their parry bonus is also plus 15. Yeah. And I rolled a zero six, so they did not, Ooh. you know. But if I had rolled, say, you know, like a, a 65 or something, we would know that they beat you because, yeah. you know, just really quickly off the top of our head, we know that that's more than 75 yeah, right. with their bonus. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's basically it. That's that's the core mechanic. Does that sound okay? I don't have a choice. So <laughs> you're you're talking to me like I as though I have a choice. Well, your choice. And I have something else to present would be, to you to be like this is better. Your choice would be like that's the worst thing I've ever heard. Can we just please use the system as written? And I, not... I don't like the system as written. Okay. I mean, I. Does this sound like something you can hang with? I think I can. Okay. Yeah, I think it'll be fine. All right. There are a few other little things like how to determine critical hits and whatnot that we'll get into. Uh, as they come up, the only thing, the only thing that I want to address before we move on, right, is I also stole a mechanic from a game called Rollmaster. Okay. Now Rollmaster is also a D one hundred based system, and it has a fun little mechanic of exploding dice. Okay. Right? Like in Savage Worlds. Yeah. But they explode in both directions. Oh. So if you roll a ninety six to a hundred, you get to roll again and add it. Okay. So you can get some high, you get some pretty high totals. What in the world? Mm -hmm. So if I rolled that, like, you know, I have a 62 to my first aid, right? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And then I roll what? Well, let's say you rolled a a, a 98, right? So that would... Oh, a 98 from that roll, not adding it together. Not, it has to be a natural. Natural. It has to be 96 to 100 natural. So naturally exploding dice. Yeah. So so let's say you rolled that 98, you added 62, that's 160. And then, oh my God, I just rolled, oh, a 12. Well, that's not exciting. But... Oh my God. (laughs) Oh, a 62. Let's make it that. Wow. You know, uh, so that would make it, what, 222. So, oh, okay. you know, you can get some really high totals. All right. Which uh, affects criticals and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> right. Okay. But it also explodes in the other direction. So if you roll a 0, 01 to 0, 04 natural, oh, no. you have to roll D100 and subtract that. What? Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. So what is the what's the range again? Ninety six to one hundred okay. is exploding upwards. Okay, and then zero zero one to zero four zero one to zero four. I call that imploding. Oh, look at <laughs> you. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's minus one d one hundred. Minus one d one hundred. And that's plus 1d100. Oh, my God. Which makes it pretty likely that you're going to fail. Yeah. But you can explode and implode once per roll. So, like, if you rolled a 0-1 and then went ahead and rolled a 99, then you'd be exploding back up. It's, oh. It's chaotic and swingy. And, okay. Uh, it's it's a lot of fun in playing. Okay. I played Rollmaster a few times in the 90s. I always enjoyed that part of it. So right. once you once you experience it in play, it's, you know. I'm sure it's fun. It's fun. Okay, yes. As you observed, I this will, this will be the final I don't version. You. I definitely don't believe you on that. Of the character sheet. Can I have my whole folder, please? Oh, yeah, sure. Thank you. It has all my other notes and character sheets yeah, in it. Yeah, you know, whatever. <laughs> like, don't take my folder. It's like sad little purple file folder. Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> this is my new character sheet. Mm-hmm. It's filled in by David. It's got most of the stuff you need on the front page there, including a quick combat reference in the lower uh, left, and then 
your more um, extended combat stuff's on the back side. All right. I have a lot of money. You do. Um, what about my saving throws and all that? I only have like psionics and horror factor. <laughs> so those are, so the horror factor, the, the blanks are for bonuses. So yeah, you only have a bonus to your horror factor save. Okay. Psionics, I just wrote in the, the baseline mm-hmm. uh, save target. Those are all target numbers. Okay. Although the one thing I wasn't able to change was that because that's on a 1 to 20 scale. But I have my notes here for what those are on a 1 to 100 scale. All right. Um, play music. Track humanoids. I just want to make sure I'm reading all this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can read my Don't writing. Don't walk. Okay, so that was something what? I noticed. I noticed you had tumbling as yeah, a skill, right? And I'm like, what the hell? Because that's not in the main rulebook. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. <laughs> so I had to find what? it. I had to find it in the that's pages. Not, I if I did not hear it come out of your mouth, I did not write it down. I'm just. It saying. was written on your character no, sheet. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You said something about it. Oh somewhere. yeah. Well, some it came out of somewhere. I don't oh, know my where. God. Anyway, so. <laughs> I had to find it in the pages of a Rifter magazine. What? And, uh, <laughs> but the funny, but the hilarious thing about it is that it's one of those skills like gymnastics that then unlocks other sub skills. So it gave you what? stilt walking and pole vaulting. <laughs> this is so dumb. It also gave you a uh, backflip so you can backflip out of combat, which is pretty fun. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Where is that on here? Uh, second page, flip over. Oh no. You'll see it's in the combat section up there. Backflip. I think it's like a body block. Yeah. Flying reverse turning kick. I don't know. Well, you that. don't have that. Yeah. Uh, backflip. Yeah, yeah. 20, 20. Is that the damage? It okay. Does? So backflip is, is a plus 20 if you're using it as a dodge. Okay. And then 40% is like, if you just wanted to say like, Hey everyone, look at me, I'm going to do a backflip. You know, okay. that would be like a skill. basically. All right. All right. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, it makes sense. You were a gladiator. You had to do, you had to do, you had to put on shows. But Absolutely. I'm just picturing this wolf coming out on stilts. like <laughs> Even taller than I am. Oh, like, my God. Like 12 feet. Like fi- you're 15 feet up on yeah. the ground. Yeah. Wait, so why, why are my disarm, drawing blood, crush, squeeze, claw, bite, beheading, strike? Why are those on the back? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's important sh- facts, man. I know this. I feel like should be under special abilities. Well, I wanted to group them all in the combat section. I so see. Okay. yes. Well, again, another character sheet that this seems workable, but okay, I'm not too keen on it. IQ, <laughs> mental endurance, mental affinity, physical stamina, physical strength, strength, PP, physical prowess, prowess. Okay, so strength, prowess, endurance. Yep. What's B? Beauty. Oh, physical beauty. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, my gosh. <laughs> so just to quickly review, your mental affinity is kind of your your charismatic personality. I'm so, not very. So you've actually been playing that very well. And <laughs> it's not it's not difficult. And, it's not uh, difficult to do. And then, yeah, your physical beauty is your outward appearance. So. Mm. But what is this on a scale? Like, who's determining this? I might be a 10 in, like, you know, I'm a Western Empire, you know, 10. (laughs) You're an Arcadia 10. But I'm a wolf in, you know, 80 or something. Um, Nasper. All right. Is that the town? Is that where I'm from? Indeed. All right. Okay, wolf in town. mm -hmm. 
Come on down to Wolfentown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's actually a really good question. Um, that's one of the things the game is suspiciously silent on. Oh. Although, considering that... That's the... <laughs> Considering that uh, you know One these games the seem to be written from kind of a human centric, uh, it varies very POV, biased. Yeah, it's very biased. I would say that it is the subjective physical beauty of you to other humans. All right, that's rude. But I guess it could transcend species. Physical beauty is physical beauty, right? Is it an objective rating? Perhaps. Who's to know? Who's to say? I just think people, I think this is biased and just like many other palladium pieces, um, it is human biased. So yes. I don't really care. That doesn't mean anything It's to Michigan me. biased, really, if we're being honest. They're not attracted to wolf in, in Michigan. Yes. Right. I don't know. Maybe they are. There's a lot of wolves up there. Well, time. not with this, not with this physical beauty rating that I have. What do you have? 10. Oh, that's, that's average. It's right in the middle. Yeah. Then why is my intelligence 22? You know, that's a question we've never really answered. Do you want to venture an answer on that right now? I'm Live on smart. microphone? I'm super smart. You're super smart, of course. I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> you said I couldn't switch things around, and so I was like, all right, I guess that's what I rolled for intelligence. Wait, uh, when did I say you couldn't out. switch things around? I don't know, at some point. <laughs> like a year ago? Yeah. Alright. Um well like I said, you know, you can switch out your, your mental endurance. I'm not gonna put it as a five. No, I'm not gonna do that. That's I think that was the only thing you allowed me to switch it out with. Like I couldn't just like switch them all around. Well the reason you can't switch it with mental affinity is because Wolfen already are rolling two D six instead of three D six. So they're they're not naturally charming individuals. Again, biased. <laughs> It's biased. Like, I don't... Anything that comes out of that book, I'm just instantly questioning. I just think... See, here's the thing. I think based on the way you've been playing your character, it might make more sense to have a really high mental endurance because you've been through a lot and you've you've kind of rolled with the punches. But at the same time... I? Yeah. But at the same time, you've sort of demonstrated a very, like, leap first, look later kind of attitude, you know? Like, oh, shit, here comes the Baron. I'm turning and running, <laughs> you know, or... What would you do in a situation like that? Or I'm just going to attack the Emperor or whatever. What would you do in a situation like that? There were other things you, you might have done. Like what? They don't like me. They're instantly biased. If anything, you created a world that really made me go, oh... I created a world? Yes, you created a world where I was like, <laughs> okay, Wolfen are not safe in any way, shape, or form, and they're going to imprison me and kill me as soon as they see me. Right. So I need to just leave, always. I'm going to just say go ahead and switch out your IQ and your <laughs> mental endurance. Why? What does mental endurance do? Mental endurance measures the amount of mental and emotional stress the character can withstand. I think that's much more appropriate the way you've been playing Maneater. To have a 22. Wouldn't you agree? Are you saying that I'm playing it stupid then? Not necessarily, but she's not very well read. Intelligence is Why like... she be? Yeah, intelligence is like your, your learning and your, you know, kind of... Okay. Yeah, it's it's like your 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 cognitive intelligence, right? Maneater is much more just kind of instinctual, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think, that, I think that fits. Okay. There is a bullshit rule that in every no. Palladium game that says... That says your IQ attribute is equal to your actual IQ times ten, but it's like what? that's it's so ridiculous because it's like you your can, actual IQ. How smart do like, you think we like are? Like as if man eaters taking an IQ test. First of all, 
Secondly, as if IQ tests were like legitimate in yeah. any way, shape, or form. Like, thirdly, it's like you can easily roll a three intelligence. Like if you roll triple ones, yeah. And it's like you're gonna play somebody with an IQ of thirty, like somebody who's like developmentally disabled to the point well. that they would you know would have been institutionalized in the you know 1950s like i mean weird yeah it's just bizarre i mean it's it's a really odd because none of the other attributes are like you know oh your physical prowess times 10 equals your you know whatever you know gatorade athletes measurements you know (laughs) gatorade athletes what's that i just picture like some gatorade ad where they're like you know uh doing like you know uh scientific uh, you know, but they have you hooked up to a machine. Or something? Yeah, exactly. With the with the uh, the little medical um, wires and nodes and whatnot. <laughs> wires. Or, or you know, like in the uh, training sequence in Rocky Four with uh, mm-hmm. Ivan Drago. 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 Anyway, okay. So all well, that aside, I'm feeling weird about all of this, but I knew you would. I'm here to play. Good. So all right, let's do this. Let's get Are into you it. ready? I'm ready. So. I don't know if we need music to do that. Like, what? I've got, I've got music playing. No, no, I don't know if we needed out. music to like talk about the rules switching and all that. Oh well, you know, we had to we had to cut it somehow. You know, we had to we had to put some frosting on it somehow. <laughs> if you're still listening, you're a brave listener. That's right. Very brave. And also very very stupid. Mm-hmm. All right, so I'm just getting my papers in order here. There we go. All right, so yes, Nasford, let's recap from last time. What do you remember from last time? <laughs> uh, I remember that we... Um, uh, so I was led from this horrible town to... By a pack of wolfen to this, like, encampment. Right. By Grawl, which mm-hmm. was one of the wolfen. Mm-hmm. And there was a guide, like a red panda mm-hmm. guide. That, that's the Kankaran thing that you wrote down. Kankaran. So Kankaran are the species. Species of That of are the kind of panda. the, well, canonically they're fox-like, but I'm like, nope, they're red panda-like. Yeah. <laughs> so... So yeah, so this left side wound was the name of this panda. Mm-hmm. I mean, sorry, Conqueran. Mm-hmm. Con Conqueran? I, well, I said Cankaran, but Kinkaran. that's just my Kinkaran. That's my non-regional specific Conqueran. American. Oh, that is actually very uh, Western of you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the Cankarans are out tonight. That's right. Um, okay, so we it said. They said that they would lead me to a wolf in town, the wolf in town that mm-hmm. I needed to go to. Mm-hmm. And that Callus, uh, <laughs> well, the Kinkaran didn't say this, but Grawl basically was like, what do you want to do with this human? Like, do we just kill him or like, what, <laughs> what do we need to do with this guy? Right, and right. So, That's right. You had, <laughs> you had the power of life or death. Well, I mean, not really. It was just like, we're going to imprison him. So I'm like, okay. Like, he couldn't go with me. Yeah. And I felt conflicted about it for some reason. Mm, mm, mm. But yes. they let him off in shackles, and um, that was good. Yep. And so he was led to an uncertain fate, and I yes. told them not to hurt him. 
Mm-hmm. Only in the sense that, like, I kind of wanted to do it myself. Ooh, shit. If I need to. Okay, all right. <laughs> and, um, yeah. So we went along our way to the Wolfen town of Nosfert. Mm-hmm. And we arrived. Mm-hmm. And that was basically it. Like, I showed up. Mm-hmm. And they were having a service there. Mm-hmm. And there was someone there, I think, that's related to me. Okay. So, yes. Um, basically, at yeah. At the church. Yeah. Like, at this, like, little, I don't know if it's a spiritual temple or some type of religious building of some type. Okay. Spiritual place. <laughs> <laughs> the music. The music got very excited. <clears throat> um, yeah. So, basically, you... Uh, yeah, you had it. You had a very anticlimactic <laughs> overland hey. journey. Um, I think, considering everything that had happened before, it was very chill, and I welcomed it. It was, and, and you know, it gave it gave us some opportunity to build out your backstory a little yeah. bit, which was fun. And um, yeah, it was pretty dark. It was actually, and then yeah, you arrived at this uh, town of Nasford. So Nasford is the uh, capital of the Oak People tribe, which is one of the one of the tribes of the uh, of the Wolfen Empire, mm-hmm. and um, and it's you know situated in the middle of this vast pine forest on the banks of a large lake, right? Um, and uh, surrounded by wooden palisade walls, and uh, yeah, you were led inside, and there was this you know big. Rather, rather uh, impressive-looking, um, um, like wooden church temple thing, uh, kind of like a stave church, you know, from Scandinavia, mm-hmm. uh, but with more wolf motifs, mm-hmm. <laughs> and also sense. and also dragon motifs. Dragon. Mm-hmm. And so, hmm. uh, so yeah, so we'll we'll, we'll pick up there uh, as you enter into this. Um, Kind of, you know, dark, dimly lit interior of this church, and there is um, there is indeed a uh, hmm. some kind of service that's just wrapping up. So, so what you see is okay. What you see is a uh, sort of. Um, long central aisle um, lined by support columns and uh, down it towards the end of the aisle is a uh, larger mm, ceremonial space I guess you could say you know um, there are braziers with uh, coals in them providing mm-hmm. heat and light <clears throat> and um you can see that uh, beyond beyond that kind of open ceremonial space, there's sort of an altar area that's been set up with um, four. It, it, okay, so it's like a wooden carving. Mm-hmm. Okay, and, uh, that's been erected. That's uh, painted. Okay. Okay. So like <clears throat> a large painted dimensional carving. Mm-hmm. Okay, and uh, it has uh featured on it four dragons 
Okay. Okay. And the dragons are kind of like entwined and encircling what looks like a gate. Okay. They're doing what with the gate? They're entwined and circling this gate. Okay. And um, let's see, you don't have a, you know, like religion lore or anything. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. No, just demons. <laughs> just demons. All right. So yeah, this is unfamiliar iconography to you. Um, do you have literacy? No. No, you don't. Okay. I have language, though. Sure. So, um, so above the gate, or the gate itself, you know, like the kind of the cross beam lintel piece does have something carved into it, some writing, but yeah. you don't, you don't I know don't what know it what says. it says. Yeah. yeah. All right. So then in front of this altar is an assemblage of Wolfen mm -hmm. in various, um, you know, kind of ceremonial robes. Yeah. Uh, the the colors on the dragons, uh, you know, the, uh, and then the colors on the robes are consistent, you know. So okay. there's a blue, white, red, and black dragon. Okay. Okay. And, uh, and so these robes are kind of in those four colors, okay. you know, in various combinations and mm -hmm. so forth, you know. The, um, the person who seems to be kind of leading the, um, uh, the ritual is, um, um, dressed in black robes. Okay. Okay. And, uh, and as the, uh, as the ceremony wraps up, uh, they turn and they look at you and you recognize them from your long buried memories mm -hmm. it is none other than your mother how do i know that's my mom it just comes back to you as soon as you see her she's in the ceremonial robes mm -hmm. okay it's black mm -hmm. wow okay so what does her fur look like um very similar to yours it's uh Which is? mostly black with mm -hmm. brown you know, um, highlights, I guess, or, mm -hmm. you know, patches, uh, and much like yours is coming out white mm -hmm. now that winter's coming in, mm -hmm. you know, so there's <laughs> yeah. little, little speckles of white throughout, uh -huh. you know. Okay. So I see her. Mm -hmm. She sees me. Does she recognize me? Uh, she does not appear to. What? Why do I recognize her? Cause you know, she looks much the same as she did. You do not. You were a little, you were a little pup. What did I look like? Time. What color was I? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Did so, I get more black fur? Did I? Probably you were all black. Uh huh. You know, uh -huh. and then you and then you develop some little gold mm -hmm. gold patches as you got older. What was my then, dad's fur like? Um, much the same. I mean, that's the thing about the wolf and tribes is that's one of their identifiers is, is for, for color mm -hmm. and patterns. So the oak people tend to be black fur with just, you know, elements of brown or like Rottweilers. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, they have little orange peanut butter eyebrows. Exactly. <laughs> peanut butter eyebrows. Sounds like flake. Like a little peanut butter uh. smush on, on the, above each eye. That's true. So she sees me and I see her and I'm like, oh. 
think that's my mom. Yeah. I don't know what to do. I'm paralyzed. Yeah. All right. I, I feel like I'm like really weird. So she turns and she she looks at you and and perhaps there's a, a flash of recognition because yeah, there's this moment where she she's kind of squinting her eyes a little bit, like like mm-hmm. she's trying to place you know who you could be. Mm. And uh, and and so she takes a few steps in your direction and and she says. Uh, Welcome, travelers. And you'll just have to picture that this is uh, Gillian Anderson from the American dub of uh, Princess Mononoke. I can't actually do her voice, but yeah. It's lower like this. this. Mm -hmm. So, you know, she says, Welcome, travelers, to the Church of Dragonrite. Dragonrite? Church of Dragonrite? What the fuck? All are welcome. Okay. Dragon with a W or? Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay, dragon right. Uh huh. Um, so it's me, right? <laughs> it's and, me. And is, uh, <laughs> I'm trying to picture who is with me in my party. It's so you. It's is it just me? You and left side wound. And left side wound. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So he's we compared to. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, tiny. Yeah. So um, so she says this, mm-hmm. and what are there other wolf in there like? Like congregation. Yeah, there's like a half dozen other like <sighs> priests probably. It's just seemed to be some kind of, you know mm. some kind of daily ritual ceremony that they do, nothing major. Yeah. It's not like a holy day or anything. You know? Right, right, right. Okay. Is there like incense? Are there candles? Are there is there altars? Like what is in this place? So like I said, there's the, the big altar, the mm-hmm. sort of carved altar. And then that's that's about it as far as like decoration. But yeah, there's the braziers and then there yeah, there are candles about. Does it smell like anything in particular? You know, I don't know, you know more about incense than I do. What what <laughs> what type of incense would, would communicate dragons to you? Well now I'm thinking about like dragon blood and you know, amber, like uh it's a type of amber. Oh, okay. Dragon blood. Uh-huh. If you look it up really quick, you'll oh. it has a nice smell. It smells good. Oh yeah. Okay. It's resin. I'm not amber. But it's a. It's resinous. I can think that's why I said amber because I was thinking of that. Oh, resinous. dragon blood resin. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm like, why are you bringing up amber? Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Right. Dragon's my. Blood. It's my intelligence of five. That's right. Oh, okay. There you go. Uh, okay. Dragon's <laughs> blood resin. Got mm-hmm. it. Interesting. All right. Well, yeah. that's what they're burning then. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm I'm looking around and and I say. Thank you uh, for your welcome. We've been traveling for some days to get here. So uh, she says, well, we are happy to accommodate you in our dormitory. Um, I'll have uh, my acolyte here guide you. And uh, and as she's like sort of, you know, welcoming you in, Mm -hmm. she looks at you again. She says, tell me, have we met before? So what do I do? Like, is it just like a sense or is it like, do I feel? You, you had like an immediate, like flashback moment. As soon as you saw her, like it was this like full body flashback to seeing her face like long, long time ago. But in what context was I being taken away? Was I feeding? Was I? What do you think? Oh shit. I got to play my character. (laughs) 
Um, that whole thing. Yeah, yeah, that whole thing. Maybe I was seeing her face. Um, I'm trying to think. Did she look upset or is it like a normal face? Ooh, let's see. Because I'm trying to think of the context. Like, yeah. is it peaceful or was it angry or sad or howling or <laughs> like what? What? I think, um, okay, how about this? The reason why you had this like major flashback is because it was a multi-sense memory. It wasn't just her face. It was the smell of the dragon's blood. Oh, resin in, the, in the church? Burning. It was the lighting. Does the church seem familiar to me? It seems vaguely familiar, yeah. Like, you're like, okay, I remember being here. And so I'm going to say that, yeah. Was it like, a daycare part of the church or like what? <laughs> just hanging out. Just hanging. <laughs> I was in this little cordoned off area with all the, the you know, um, what is it? The glass that you can't hear. Soundproof glass. Right. Where they stick all the people with the kids. <laughs> <laughs> if you've been in a Catholic church, you see. Oh, really? Thing. They have that? Yeah, they have oh, a place where funny. people can go into there, and they can have their kids in there to kind of scream and go wild, and then really, you don't you don't really hear it when you're in the. Oh, how funny! That's in that's in Southern California. Yeah, I don't. I haven't seen any of that here Probably, in New Mexico. Yeah. Well, I've only been in like historic churches here, so I don't know. But there are historic churches that are still used for church services. Oh, for sure, I just don't know if like more modern churches out I'm here thinking, might, might have it. That's true. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, moving on. Moving on. So I, um, so I was in the church. You were in the church and yeah, like you see her face, you smell the resin, the lighting, everything, the, and then she's wearing the robes. So the whole thing, it's like, oh, wow. You know, like <laughs> that's mom, you know? And it's like, this is, I was here. I was here once as a kid. <clears throat> the, the memory is like, you're much shorter. Yeah. Looking up at her. Right. You know, as she's like. Saying something. Is she still taller than me, though? Ooh, because uh, I'm question. I'm 16 years old. I don't know what the lifetime lifespan of a wolfen is. That's basically mature. Wolfen only lived about 50. Sorry, sorry to tell you. What the fuck, man? <laughs> yeah. I mean, why you gotta bring me down like that? <laughs> I didn't. I didn't come here to get dragged. All right, so let's see how tall she is. She's a petite wolfen. <laughs> uh, let's see. She's nine feet tall. Okay, so she's still looking up. Yeah. Um, she's a foot taller than me. Yeah. All right, so... A powerful beast. Yeah, I know. So, okay. So I think I'm just remembering just kind of... Because um, I was pretty small when I got taken away yeah i mean wolfen's your native tongue so you had enough time to learn that but How you could you might have been like three yeah you know running around uh-huh like a or even two i, I suppose I would wolfen, say a two-year-old wolfen yeah. yeah a two-year-old wolfen might be the equivalent of like a four-year-old yeah. human mm-hmm. so so i was probably just um are there other little wolfen around this not I not know. in this moment no hmm I guess I'm just trying to figure out a context for why I would be there. Oh, like before? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying yeah, to think. To figure that out. It's just a it's just a very fuzzy memory. So in terms of me being kidnapped, mm-hmm. was I how was I kidnapped? Was I kidnapped like um was it just something that they knew was gonna happen? Or was it some was it a surprise attack? 
we could leave that up as a mystery now that you're home. It could be something for you to figure out if you want to explore that. Yeah, because I'm trying to think if it's something that they knew, like right. they, something they knew was going to happen. Um, and maybe I was in the church because they were trying to do some type of insight or mm. um, either offering or something so that it wouldn't happen. You might have been part of the ceremony. Yeah. I think. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I remember, but it didn't work, obviously. Right, right. Or maybe it did. I don't know. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, we can leave it vague for now because, okay. um, yeah. So, yeah, I guess I just remember her doing, like, ceremony then. Okay. You know. So, and she says, have we met before or whatever? Yeah. I'm feeling cagey. Like, I don't know if I want to show my hand right away. Ooh. Like, I'm feeling, I don't know if I trust Wolfen. I don't know if I've, like, internalized distrust of Wolfen <laughs> from all the bullshit that I was kind of served, you know, uh-huh. being kidnapped and having to survive on my own. Mm. Like, do I trust other wolf in? I felt the camaraderie with the, with the group that came to the village. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'll say, um, Grawl sent me here, um, after, after he found me in a village, um, south of here. Right. We went further north, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we were in this village and it was falling apart and um, Grawl told me to come to this village to reconnect here. I've been living in the Western Empire for 14 years. I see. I does she have, what, is she, what is she thinking? Because, I mean, she's lost children, I'm sure. Yeah. She lost a kid. Yeah. But all of them? Like, right. did, am I from like a litter? How many, how many pups are in a wolf in litter? <laughs> Well, see, <laughs> remember what I was saying earlier about the uh, the big gaps in information that exist <laughs> in the world of Palladium. So, um, I mean, yeah, but you're a GM. You're the game master, so you get to figure. Because you're a garbage man. <laughs> Who's gonna clean up this mess? Oh my god! All right, so <laughs> you are because oh you're a garbage man. Right, right. Thank you. Oh, sorry. So. <laughs> Anyway, um, I don't know if Wolfen have litters. I mean, this was a discussion we had way back when we made this character was whether they have breasts like humans or teats like dogs. And I think we settled on breasts. What? So if they have... No, we did not settle on breasts. Oh, my God. Why would we have done that? (laughs) That makes zero sense. (laughs) Well, if they have teats, then I guess they have litters. Why would they have boobs? Like a mammalian... Because that's like convention, you know? No. Humanoid figures always have boobs. Because, I mean, they stand upright. Is yeah, that why we determined exactly. that they would have, like, yeah. breasts like a yeah. gorilla? Yeah. Yeah, like a, like a primate. I mean, they may not be, like... <laughs> Awkward silence ensues, yeah. like, logistically, like, how can we reconcile this? Like, since it is upright, it wouldn't be vulnerable in certain right, right. areas? Right, but and they might be more like chimp, you know, breasts that aren't like you know heavy, you know, with milk all the time, right? Like they they kind of deflate in between pregnancies. You mean like humans? No, no, like chimps. Chimps' breasts just aren't there unless they unless they're actually right. Having... Humans are the only ones that have like constantly active boobs. Yeah, exactly. That exactly. look like they're full of milk when they're not. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. That's what I meant. Anthro. 
101. That's right. Um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> I still really regret not getting into primatology. Mm. Noted. I love me a primate. Primates are awesome. We're cool. So I think, um, okay, so she has breasticles, like, but they're not like in the human sense. Right. All right, we got that. So that means they don't have litters. They so don't have litters, so they have a one-off, one and done. Maybe twins from time to time, you know. That yeah, okay. So, yeah. Uh-oh. Do I have a twin? Now there's all these questions coming up. <laughs> you're, you're like, I'm in way over my head. You're mopping your brow as we speak. <laughs> Too many questions. Okay, so I look at her. She says, do I know you from somewhere? And she's like, you look familiar? You look familiar, yeah, yeah. So and I then, just kind of... And then of, you're just like, oh, I, just, I was... I kind of avoid the question by just here. saying I was sent here by Grawl. And he said that this is where I should basically connect with right, other so, Wolfen. Because so, I've been in the Western Empire enslaved yeah, 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 for 14 yeah. okay, years. Right, okay. okay. So, so... <laughs> Sorry to bore you with my dialogue. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Anyway, moving on. No, no, I'm trying to trying to get to the point where we can actually what? get back to the combo here. So we, <laughs> we have a lot of questions. We do, we do. All right. So she she says uh, she says ah yes, I noted your strange foreign accent. I am not familiar with this grawl that you speak of. How far have you traveled? So I look at Conqueron. Left side wound, and uh, of the Conqueron, yeah. yeah, and AKA uh, yes, left side wound is his name. <laughs> And, uh, and so he says, where did my map go? There it is. Uh-oh. Um, so. Because um, I really don't know how far we traveled. Yes. Um, so he says, where was, where was that called? Shit town. Yes. We have traveled far from shit town, USA. <laughs> USA. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's what it's called. Shit yeah, town, USA. Is- just makes no sense. I love it. Whatsoever. We don't know what those initials are from, but it fits with shit town. <laughs> yeah, it's just a tradition. It's a tradition, isn't it's it? Tradition, isn't it? It's called any shit town, shit town, USA. <laughs> I don't know what accent that was. That was yeah, it was all over the place. Uh, let me get an actual decent copy of the map here. Oh my god, you need new glasses, maybe? No, it's just the print quality on this. Did you clean your glasses? What I need to do is get this excellent map of the Northern <gasps> Territories printed up as a proper like poster oh, map, which would be kind of cool. Poster map. Uh, let's see. Okay, so yeah, he uh, he says we have uh, traveled far from the um, coast of the Inland Sea, uh, just east of the River Tabor, and uh, you know she makes an impressed face. She's uh, impressed with that? She's impressed, yeah. She, she says, oh, that is very far indeed. You must be cold and hungry. Please, uh, again, you know, our our home is yours. How many acolytes are there? Like six. Okay. Uh, so at this point, from from amongst the the shadowy uh, uh, cross beams above you, you hear the, the, the flapping and fluttering of feathers... And then, with a uh, with a loud caw, a uh, a raven drops oh. down and begins to descend in a little circle, and then it lands upon your mother's shoulder. Uh, I'm staring at this raven, like what the fuck? You note that this raven is, you know, decent size, and also has blue eyes. Blue. Mm-hmm. 
And it's a decent size, meaning that... Like for a raven, you know, it's big. It's big-ish. Yeah. It's bigger than probably what we've seen here. Right, In right. the real world. <laughs> Is it bigger than... Well, I don't want to... I mean, ravens can get pretty big even here, Yeah, so. they're... Look up how big they can get, because yeah. I'm curious how, how big it is compared to her, because she's nine foot tall. She's nine feet tall, to be fair. And yeah. her head must be like... Pumpkin size. A third... <laughs> pumpkin size? No. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, so they can they can be around two and a half feet long. Whoa. That's so, including their wing length. No, that's no, from no, that's the ta- length. Beak, beak to tail, yeah. Beak to tail, that's two feet. That's that's fucking big. Mm-hmm. How many pounds? Like four pounds. How many kilos? Three, three to four pounds. <laughs> kilos, two. <laughs> yeah. Two kilos, <laughs> 1.8, I don't know. Okay, so this giant raven, basically. Yeah. Bigger than what I, I have personally seen. Not man-eater, but me. Yeah. Uh this giant with, raven uh, with, with blue, blue eyes. Blue eyes, yeah. F- lights on her shoulder. Mm-hmm. And I look at it. Is it looking at me like with both eyes? Yeah, well, yeah, it's kind of giving you the old side eye there. Uh-huh. And, uh, and then, yeah, so it, it, it just lights on her shoulder and is looking at you. And then um, there's like this moment that passes. And then suddenly your mother's eyes go wide. <laughs> And she says, Grafra, is that you? To me? Uh-huh. I don't know what that is. Yeah. So I say, I don't know what you're talking about. And so she moves in a little closer, and she's looking down at you. She's sniffing me. <laughs> yeah, actually. <laughs> she's sniffing me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And, um, <laughs> and then she... Uh, She's inhaling she, my my musk. She steps back and she says, "It is you, by all the dragons, my long lost daughter." So that affirms what I was thinking, mm-hmm. and I say, "This is so. This is so strange." That's your reaction. Yeah, <laughs> this is so strange. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know what to say. And uh, and so her eyes are are kind of swimming a little bit, and. Uh, and she says, uh, she says, I could never, I've never been able to forgive myself for losing you. And here you are. What? Oh, my darling, what have they done to you? And she, she's like moves in. She's like moving her hands over your face, feeling your biceps, you know, looking at all the scars on your body. Yeah. You know, yeah, there's a lot. And then uh, as the, as the raven uh, flaps off, she just pulls you into an embrace. All right, so I accept it. Okay. And uh, but I feel strange. Yeah. Like, this is so weird. And like, how did she lose me? Mm. Questions, questions. All right. So then she she turns to the acolytes and and she says, uh, she says, my my students, it is my daughter Grafra. She has returned at last. And they they all She's like calling me Grafra. Yeah. And so they they all like you know. Like, like they all do this kind of ritual move where, like, all of them are wearing this pendant with, a, like, a wooden carving of a gate on it. Uh-huh. You know, I'm picturing kind of like a, a Japanese-style uh-huh. gate, you know. Yeah. And uh, and they all put their right hands over that. And okay. And they, like, put their left hands up towards the ceiling, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and they say, you know, praise be to the dragons. 
what's with this dragon stuff? I'm thinking. <laughs> like, have I ever seen a dragon? No. Just heard about them and seen them depicted sure. in you know they exist. Tattoos yeah. and art and mm-hmm. different things, right? Yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> so I'm watching them do that and I'm just like hugged and I'm like, oh, this feels weird. So then she turns to left side wound and she says, uh, you will be richly rewarded for returning my daughter to me and you are welcome to stay here as long as you wish. He then, needs to leave. I say, I'm like, he wanted to get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I got to go. <laughs> and so she turns back to you and, and, and she says, uh, she says, but I hope you will stay. I have nowhere else to go. Excellent. And so then she, you know, uh-huh. <laughs> Tend to my daughter and see to her every need. Oh, no. So uh, two of the acolytes, you know, move forward, bowing, you know, and, and they're like, right this way, madam. Mm-hmm. So I follow. I look back at um, left side wound. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I nod to him. He just he just gives you one of those silent, you know, palm Hand out up. salutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as, as the camera pulls away. Oh, you know. <laughs> no. All right, so I, um, yeah, I, uh, I follow them. Okay, so they... I do want to get warmed up, and I am hungry, so. Yes, so they lead you um, kind of off to the side through a, a little a little portal that has some stairs uh, that take you up, just a short little stairway. It takes mm-hmm. you up into a little um, private dormitory, basically, right. like a private residence, mm-hmm. and... Um, and there's a there's a brazier in there, mm-hmm. and also like you know a bed and and a uh, bed is it big enough? Oh yeah, I would think it everything's would be... wolf in size. So. That's so weird. I'm yeah. used to like sleeping on like piles of rags and straw. Basically, well, or, remember or you, the ground. Remember you had that that little um, yeah that little cell that uh-huh. was like your home. Yeah, that you went you went to with Laszlo. But it was like it was things that I had collected over time, right. like from scraps of other people's bedding and right straw that I'd collected that was like dry and clean and mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. kind of made my little nest. Mm-hmm. And so now I have this like bed. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Looks like a nice one too. Does it? Yeah. What does it look like? Oh, it's just like a, a you know, your four poster, you know, construction, but like with, with uh, proper like interlaced uh, cloth supports underneath and a mattress, you know, Weird. There's blankets. blankets. Yeah. Comforters. Huh. Is there windows? Uh, yeah, there's, um, let's see, four narrow mm-hmm. windows. For light. Mm-hmm. And, um, but they're, you know, they're shuttered at the moment because it's wintertime. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, the light's pretty much just coming From off the candles, the, the candles and, and the brazier. It's, it's a high ceiling room. You know, is it like a wooden floor or like? wooden floor? Yeah, everything's wooden, you know. Huh. So what do I do in here? Like, what do <laughs> I, is there like a little table or chest or something? Yeah. So there, there's a, yeah, there's a, there's a little table. There's a kind of a, I guess a wardrobe <laughs> sort of situation. Oh, okay. You know, like it's, it's like a it's living quarters. Yeah. You know? Okay. But yeah, there's a little table and, and some chairs. Um, all They're all the, wolf in size. All it's wolf so in size. Yeah. Like that's what I'm not used to. I'm used to everything being small. Yeah, yeah. Like the fact that everything fits is like disconcerting, but cool at the same time. Yeah, for sure. I'm happy. Cool. Um, so I put my bags down and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm still wearing like my 
what I have of my clothes. I know. <laughs> your, your gladiator armor, which is like super gaudy, you know, yes. like pink and purple and yellow. It and, looks so know. weird comparatively. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, right. so the acolytes are, are bustling around, yeah. you know, yeah. and, and, uh, you know, oh yes, yes, put that there, and that's fine, and so on and so forth. Okay. And then, and then another. So, another figure enters the room. Mm-hmm. At first, you think they might be a wolf, in, but then you notice this is another kind of like species, probably like the Kankaran, mm-hmm. because it's only about six feet tall, and it has a very sharp snout and kind of big floofy. Uh, rough with uh-huh. you know sharp ears, like a cat, like a coyote, a coyote. Mm-hmm. So it looks wolfen like, but not really. Right, it, look, it, it looks it, more feral. It look it looks to wolfen what coyotes look to wolves. Okay, you know, yeah, related but clearly different. Okay, so they come in. So it it comes in and it has this kind of like the overall body language is very much just kind of like you know very servile, you oh. know, and it it. Uh, but it's bringing a tray in, and the tray is absolutely loaded with, you know, uh, cold roast beef and uh, cheese and I'm trying to think like cheese. What are they making cheese out of? Wintry. <laughs> well, it would be Wolf preserved. Have domesticated it would be animals, preserved, so. like preserved fruits and like vegetables okay, and yeah, like yeah. pickles right, and right, probably right. that kind of stuff. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Wolf can probably eat sauerkraut. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you think so? <laughs> Yeah, Aww. so it's got some like dried apricots and yeah. yeah, some like you know pickled vegetables, cherries, and, uh, yeah, dried cherries, and then yeah, this like uh, cold cold roast beef. Okay, and um, they have cows. I think to myself, right, right. Are there cows in the Western Empire? Oh sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, you've had you've had beef many right. times before. Okay. So I thought it was like <laughs> usually kangaroo be- or usually something. Usually before a fight. Yeah, yeah, kangaroo. Um, <laughs> It's true. I have to. I still have to kind of do my world building in terms of like, what is the Western Empire? Anyway, maybe it really doesn't exist. No, maybe it was just an empire of your mind. What? All right. So um, anyway, and then uh, and then it, it it pours out into a very large goblet, some you know, fine wine from a, a large pitcher, mm. and uh, and the acolytes are like, please. Uh, you know, have as much as you like. There's, there's more if you're still hungry. Uh, we are preparing your bath as bath. we speak. I don't want a bath. No. <laughs> you're just going to have that, like, sad dog expression on your face the whole time, <laughs> licking your lips. Please, no. <laughs> Why must you do this to me? All right. So, <clears throat> so I'm curious about left side wounds. So I'll ask one of the accolades, like, is he going to get this treatment? Like, he deserves it. If he wishes to stay, he is more than entitled. Yes, absolutely. Well, I can't really do anything for him now. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. I think to myself as I start munching on the roast beef. So I start eating and eating and eating. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Everything's delicious. Good. I assume, right? Uh, oh, yes. It's quite uh-huh. quite tasty. Good. Absolutely. What are you checking off there in your GM? I'm just jotting log. down some experience points, as you know. This is oh, I got experience works. points for eating. <laughs> just kind of cumulatively, <laughs> you know. All right. So I um so I have a bath. Right. So you finish your you finish your meal, you pack it away, it's yeah. delicious. And then as you, you know, push your plate away, uh, one of the acolytes approaches and uh, and says, Oh, right this way, madam. 
Okay. So they go. So they, they lead you um, out of this room and actually out of the uh, temple entirely or the temple proper. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, you know, the temple takes up or, you know, it, 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 it's part of a larger sort of complex, right? Mm-hmm. That's here in the center of town. And uh, and so they, they take you outside, back out into the cold. But uh, very, very soon you are led to a uh, another large wooden structure. And entering into it, it is, it's like a sauna in here. You know, it's... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's... Oh, uh, ridiculous. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a sauna, basically, uh-huh. you know. Um, so, um, yeah. It's just heated rocks. It's just heated rocks. Yeah. Like a steam bath, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So. I don't have to soak in anything. No. Weird. Do wolfen sweat like a human? Like. See, this is another question that we oh have to answer. God. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm thinking like of dogs, like and dogs overheat. Right. That's like, true. But I don't. I don't think you could be a bipedal, nine foot tall humanoid and not have sweat glands. I mean, they have mammary glands. They have sweat glands because yeah, those are sweat glands. Exactly, you know? exactly. So I mean, like, or similar to them. Yeah. So, so I'm thinking they do sweat. A wolf and sauna would probably be like a hybrid of a classic sauna and a jacuzzi, because there probably would be an element with hot water mm-hmm. soaking mm-hmm. going on. Because you have, you know, you've got to soak the fur. You get the sweat on, but then you go and you, you do a dip. Yeah. Actually, I mean, the cla- uh, classic sauna experience is that yeah. you have a cold water bath right outside. Right. So you go you go and you you, you sit in the steam bath for a right. while. And then you, and then you, you jump into dip. the cold yes. water. Uh-huh. So, I'm okay, familiar. we'll go with that. We'll go okay. with the classic sauna experience. Okay. Yeah. All right. Sauna. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so, you, so you have this, you have, for the first time, you have the classic Wolfen sauna experience what are they beating me with like juniper branches and mm-hmm. stuff yeah mm-hmm. yeah like, what the hell there's a burger king in there you know you can get a whopper while you're, while you're oh that sounds awesome sitting in the, in the steam that sounds really disturbing <laughs> all right so i get all that and then i decide to go get like a little cold dip and, and then, then and then yeah they they you know the acolytes have to guide you through it it's mm-hmm. like okay now you go out that door and there's going to be a pool and you jump into it trust us you mm-hmm. know that whole thing so i so. do yeah and of course, you know, you you, you uh, change into a robe mm-hmm. prior to entering the the sauna proper. You know? Okay. And so then you have to jump in the the pool naked, uh-huh. naked but for your your birthday suit. Uh huh. And uh, it's quite refreshing, you know. Cool. So uh-huh. you get the whole you get the whole experience. Okay. The whole package. <laughs> just picturing getting out of the cold water bath and just going, just yeah, shaking, shaking off, off all the water flying <laughs> everywhere. You know. All right. So that's tip to tail. That's very yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm done with that. Mm-hmm. And then what happens? Uh so you are then taken back to uh the temple. Uh where you find back in your room um just some like wolfen like kind of local um uh, Garb has so they been. Have like the, the fringy leather. Yes, so they're really into this kind of like uh, Jeremiah Johnson <laughs> buckskin realness. Why? Kind of. Why is this the style? Well, you'll you'll have to ask if you're curious. I will ask. You don't have answers. So I'll say, why is this? Why are these the clothes that I need to wear? <laughs> why clothes? Yeah. Why are these? 
why, why are clothes? Um, <laughs> so I will. I will ask, like, where, where did this fashion come from? Okay. Um, where did this fashion come from? <laughs> What? Um, so how would you how would you ask that question? No, I mean that's legit. So, um, so they uh, you're asking the acolytes. This? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so they say, well, th- these these are the traditional garb of of uh, our tribe, the oak people. Well, how did it develop? Like, why is this? Why why this? And I'm like touching the fringe. Like, yeah. What does this do? Because <laughs> the only time I've seen this is when it's just like for. I think about Callus and his fringe. <laughs> what? It's true. But yeah. I'm starting to wonder if he maybe stole some wolf and oh, shit. clothes from the oak people and like had them dyed or painted. Ooh, that's so yeah. I'm like starting to get like where that's the only time I've ever seen fringe. Um let's see. Because <laughs> I'm Callus. <laughs> okay, so so uh, uh, from from the doorway behind you, you hear your mother's voice, and she says, uh, "She says every wolfen tribe has a uh, different traditional garb. This just happens to be ours. Do you not like it?" I've seen this before, but in a different format. So I'm I wondering see. if someone stole this type of garb from someone else and adopted it as their own. It needn't have been stolen, she says. And she, she comes over and she kind of, you know, picks up, like, you know, the, the shirt, we'll say. And mm-hmm. she's, like, kind of holding it so you can get into it while mm-hmm. she's helping you. Okay. You know? That's weird. Yeah. I'm feeling so weird, like, smothered. <laughs> my, my smother. Oh, uh, mother. <laughs> but, you know, I'm like, I'm not used to somebody, like, taking time with me. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, so she says, our, our people are... Um, Far travelers and hmm. merchants, traders, okay. um, our skill with uh, animal hides and leather work is uh, renowned across the empire and beyond. It could very well be that you uh, have seen some of our our own craft and handiwork uh, worn in the Western Empire. That is not out of the question. So I think the question is heavy in the air of like why was I there and like what happened to me mm. are the other acolytes like leaving the room yeah okay <laughs> like bowing their way out <laughs> other hands fine hands extended behind them yes alright so I um so it's like awkward mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is she like just staring at me oh oh Sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't have known. <laughs> um, well, so she she helps you finish getting dressed. Mm-hmm. And then, so, what um, is it like a top? Like, is a, am I wearing like skirt thing or pants or? Um, well, it says here uh, clothing is either tribal with beaded vests and fringed jackets, hmm. or the loose fitting practical leathers of wilderness scouts. Okay. Um, so. I'm just yeah. I'm thinking it's it's kind of a. I mean, tribal, right? Clothing is tribal yeah, with beaded vests and French jackets. Mean? So it's probably it's probably like, kind of buckskin shirts and jackets with like, um, oh, you know what do they call those? Like uh, the buckskin, you know, leggings, right? Mm-hmm. And then like maybe a loincloth, mm-hmm. you know. So. And like everybody that. wears the same thing. Yeah, if they're not wearing ceremonial robes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
But yeah, you've seen you like walking into the city. You saw mm-hmm. like the the wolfen citizens of the city were were all dressed mostly dressed like that. Okay. So yeah, mm-hmm. do, I don't have shoes or anything, do I? No, no, you got big old, big old wolf paws. <laughs> All right, so I sit on the bed, I guess, and like, like now what? Mm-hmm. You know? Okay. So she, looking at her expectantly. Yeah, she she takes one of the chairs next to the table and you know turns it and sits on it, and she says, uh, "So I expect you have many questions." I nod. Where would you like to start? I don't know. What do you want to know about me? (laughs) How do you know that I'm your child? I know many things. I am a high priestess of the Church of Dragonrite. What's your name? I am called Sif. Sif Black Eye. Okay. I am of the Quercus bloodline, as are you. Quercus? We are the traditional priesthood of the Oak people. Dragonrite is our faith, and I can tell you more about that in the days to come. I've seen how religion is wielded. We are a church that welcomes any, wolfen and non-wolfen alike. I just see... Oh, so then I'm thinking about that other creature that I saw that Mm. was like pointy snouted Mm. and so I ask about that like including like that type of a creature like what was that that is a another of our kind known as coils how do you spell that c-o-y-l-e coils Mm -hmm. what do they do she uh, she gives a wry smile and she says uh, well many of them do very little or what they do is no good. What do you mean? The coil are a problem for the wolfen. They tend towards laziness or shiftless behavior when they're in cities. But when they're out in the wilderness, they band together into large bandit uh, gangs and raid commerce and traders. Um, So I'm thinking like in my head, like this is how humans talk about Wolfen, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know? So I'm just like instantly suspicious of this, but there's also this yearning to know more about her. Like, and I'll just, you know, pause here to take us out of the story for a moment and get back to what I was saying at the beginning of the session. This is the part of the Palladium setting I do like quite a bit, and oh. I think uh, actually has been developed very, hmm. very well. Which is this All right, idea so like that an hour and a half are... in, and so now you're giving Palladium some props. <laughs> I, I am. This, if, you, <laughs> if you're still li- listening, uh, Mr. Sambita, I uh... <laughs> no, but seriously, like I mean, they, there's there's a lot of nuance in the setting where it's like, yeah, there's no like good guy nation, there's no bad guy nation. Right. Like every group has like prejudices, biases. every group has biases. Yeah, like mm-hmm. so, I think that's very cool. Yeah, that's that's very normal. Yeah, it is. It's very believable. Mm-hmm. Anyway, back to the story. So yeah, you're thinking like, hey, wait a minute, I've heard this line before. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I have. So she says, uh, she says our mission here is to bring in uh, anyone who who wishes to come, and she she kind of like 
indicates her her pendant with the gate on it you know and she says this this gate represents the gate that any may pass through in order to join our ranks um and that includes any coil who wish to come here um such as Stred Stradler. <laughs> I really need to come up with a na- list of names. Stradler. No, Snredler. What? Snredler. Snredler? Yes. Oh, no. No. Snredler. Oh, my God. Yes, that's right. I'm like, what would a coyote be named? Sredler? Sredler. Where are our fans? Our Just, fans have disappeared. What fans? Oh, I don't. We do need their fans back. Oh, um, where oh, are they? Here we go. Here's one. Here's the industrial strength one. Oh, the industrial one. strength one. There we go. All right. Oh, better? Better. Okay. There we go. <laughs> Hello, uglies. Uh, uh, Dragula mm-hmm. fan. Oh, from the Boulet Brothers. Mm-hmm. All right. Whoa, there you go. <laughs> All right. Pop so, fan. Snredler. Right. Snredler. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> so, so I guess I look at, like, my, I cock <sighs> my ears, like, Snredler. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Mr. Snrub. Yes, that See, should and do. Then, and then now I'm curious, like, is that is that their real name? Oh, yeah, right. Because... <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, no. Is that their real name? Because I know that the Wolfen that I would see in the Western Empire, like, they got all types of fucked up names. Well, yeah, most of them are... My, mine is Maneater, like... That's your Gladiator name, but yeah, like, technically you're, you're like, R24 or something. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, none of the Wolfen have actual names. So I'm very sensitive to names and, yeah. like, what they mean and... Yeah. In fact, you probably have a brand on you somewhere that says R24. Yeah. You know? hmm So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Escape into the fantasy of Palladium. That's <laughs> <laughs> Riddler, and you got branded. And you got branded with your fucking nu- numeral name. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yes. So, so she's looking at me. So she's talking about Snredler. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Are you going to tell Alex about this? Of course I am. <laughs> okay, I have my report. Because I, I was like, oh, I'll let you know how the new house rules go. And then it's like... Uh, how'd they turn out? Well, the Schnedler was our main <laughs> takeaway. <laughs> all right. So. Yes. I'm looking at her and I just, so I'm hearing all this and I'm just thinking like, it never, like it never fails. Like no matter what, mm. like <clears throat> these, like all of these beings are the same. Mm. They mm. have their categories. They have hierarchies. Um, they justify things in various ways. Yeah. In terms of how they treat each other based on appearances. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's kind of the same. Yep. Yep. Hey, you didn't make me roll recognize scent. Oh, yeah, you know, actually, that's a, that's, hey, why don't we test out those house rules right now? So, recognize scent. Can I have your bishop blessed dice, please? Oh, yes, here you are. Thank Mm -hmm. you. Oh, my God. That should not have... 
That you know, should not. My, my weak elbow. My bad elbow. Oh, your bad. We elbow. both have bad elbows. We do. Okay, mine's because I bashed it on a stair like almost a year ago. It's still giving me problems. Well, I mean, it's sensitive. It's mm. definitely not as bad as it was. I think it was fractured. We've talked about this. Yes, Everybody knows about my fractured elbow. Okay. <laughs> Those of you who are still with us. Okay. <laughs> Oh, I do have a D10. Hey, look at that. I'm not using your poopy one. I don't know what the hell. Back it goes into the depths of despair. Could have done some great things for you, but you didn't even give it a shot. <laughs> Should I try it? I don't know. Why are you making me feel guilty? Oh, my God. <laughs> look at that dice right sitting right there looking all sad. Like, uh, oh, why would you use me? Was this the one? No. It was blue. Oh. No, this was it. Nope. Where is it? Oh, there it is. This is the one. Yes. Was it? Yeah, that was it. I'll try it. Okay. Cool. Okay. All right, so what is your recognized scent? 24%. All right. Or 34% for mate or family. I'm going to get a mate? Yeah, you might. The monster demands a mate. All right, so 34... We're not talking about our courtship. I'm talking about <laughs> the wolf situation. Who was the monster? All right, so... We're still trying to answer that question to this day. Okay, so... All right, so 34... 34%, yeah. Now, what attribute would we add to recognizing sense? I would say that would be mental endurance because that's memories, correct? It's your, me it's your emotional... It's kind of your emotional side. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, why don't we? Wouldn't you imprint like that emotional? Because mm -hmm. mm. yeah. none of the physical stuff. Seems... No, no, no. Okay, let's do that. Wait, wait so, what's affinity again? Is that magic? It's your personality, shit? you know. But the mental uh, endurance is like to me memories and resilience. And... Yeah, it's well, it's definitely resilience. Let's see here. <clears throat> Not memories is what you're saying. You can tell me no, you know. You can. You can sing "Memory" from Cats if you want, and no. I'll give you some XP. Um, really, would you? Maybe. Uh, mental. Daylight, oh. not a sound from the pavement. Wow, okay. I'll give you some XP for that. That's all I remember. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> not a sound from the pavement. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Doesn't that make sense lyrically? I guess so. I don't know. What's the song about? <laughs> Memory. <laughs> <laughs> it's about remembering things. Um, know, the pavement would make sounds throughout the day, and then I don't know. Okay. I don't ask me to interpret the song. I don't have the bandwidth. <laughs> All right, mental affinity shows the character's personal charm and charisma, comma natural leaders. Okay, <laughs> that's nothing. That gives us nothing. Mental uh, endurance measures the amount of mental and emotional stress the character can withstand. Ah, okay. Uh, okay. Um, and then intelligence quotient indicates the intelligence of the character. Thank you for that. Good job, everyone who worked on that page. <laughs> All right. So, so it is mental endurance. We'll go with mental endurance. That's fine. All right. So it's 22 plus mm -hmm. 34. Uh-huh. So 56. <clears throat> yeah. All right. 56 plus. <clears throat> plus. Well, let me give you a target number first. That's, you should know what you're aiming for, right? So that you can visualize it right. in your brain. I wanna, yeah, that's exactly how my process works. All right. Since it's been 14 years since you recognized, since you've been around your mother, I'm going to say this is hard difficulty. So your target number is 150. 150? Yep. That's really difficult. Yes, it is. Let's see what you can roll. 
So sad. What did you roll? 17. 17. Ooh, ouch. Okay. Yeah, so you don't recognize your scent, which is sad indeed. How do I know that she's really my mom? <laughs> That's a question. What was going on with that raven? The raven with the blue eyes. What was that? You know. All right, don't worry, everybody. Everything's fine. It was just a, it was a surprising sound, almost as surprising as my horrible rendition of memory. What? So. Yeah, I'll, I'll cut that out. That was pretty bad. <laughs> I don't even know the lyrics. I think I I thought I remembered the lyrics, but maybe I didn't. But I didn't you remember didn't. them. All right. All right. So there's a raven with blue eyes. So I don't recognize her scent. Yeah. Which is very sad. Yeah. And it just fills me with a lot of bad feelings and I'm starting to feel very moody Mm. and angry Mm. and hearing this talk. So I'll say you talk like all the other, all the other creatures I've encountered in this world. There's hierarchies. You're treating people a certain way because of how they look. And I'm a bit sensitive to that. (laughs) So she, Hears you out and gives a, you know, <laughs> equanimous nod, you know. <laughs> and she says, I can, I cannot even imagine what you have been through. No, you can't. But you are home now. I don't know what home is. And I would never presume that this would be my home and that you would support me. I obviously have to contribute in some way. I don't know how I could. Do you have fighters in this village? The ch- the Church of Dragonrite is a warrior priest faith. <laughs> like okay. Like dragons, we okay know how to fight. Why are there dragons? What I've never seen a dragon. How do you know that they exist? Like, why do you believe in dragons? I have seen dragons. And Where? I can tell you. Where you ask? Mm-hmm. Well. I can give you one example. Your traveling companion, left side wound, mm-hmm. is an acolyte of Dragonrite himself. His name comes from a place, a sacred location uh, west of here in the northern hinterlands that itself is called left side wound. Mm-hmm. The name commemorates a massacre of priests of Dragonrite and uh, is the location of a shrine consecrated to one of the four dragons of our church. Four dragons? Yes. You saw them on the uh, altar. So I think back and I remember. Yeah. Mm -hmm. These four dragons fought against the old ones who were... Agents of chaos, terrible god monsters, inimical to all life in our world. And these four dragons imprisoned them. Where? Various places, deep below the earth, never to trouble us again. So I'm thinking back on that, like, portal that we encountered, Mm -hmm. Laszlo and I. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and like where that went and what that was about and mm. makes me wonder like what other little magical portals were these dragons put into and like how easily are they cracked open again mm-hmm. you know indeed Here's the thing, little oh, little what? sidebar. Okay. Again, editorial oversight. Okay, so here we go. I'm reading up on Cankaran before I ran that last session. Yeah. In the Monsters and Animals book. Five months ago. Yeah. And it says typical names. It actually gives some names for Cankaran, amazingly. Oh. And it said typical names include blah blah yada yada. And left side wound was one of them. And I was like, that's a cool name. I'll just take that. You know, that's a good name for an NPC. Perfect. Then I'm reading up on the Church of Dragonrite in the Dragons and Gods book before this session. And it's talking about how Dragonrite, the temp, the church is very ancient. And so there's all these places all over the Palladium world that, you know, are like former temples or, you know, holy sites or whatever. And it's like, here are some examples. And one of them is this like place called Left Side Wound. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I have a thought on this. I have a thought about this. Okay, what's your thought? What's your thought? I have my theory, too, but I want to hear yours. Oh, I want to hear yours first. Well, my theory is that Left Side Wound is something that got written down in a commonplace book. Like, oh, that sounds cool. I should use that. And then was used in Monsters and Animals as a t- as an example name, but then forgotten about, and then later used as a place name in Dragons and Gods, and nobody caught it. What, what's your thought? What my theory presupposes is <laughs> nobody forgot anything. Ooh. And this is part of this collective unconscious, okay. which is this game. Yeah. So this game is actually a reflection of the collective unconscious hmm. of the whoever's designing, whoever is part of this world. <laughs> the author, if you will. Yes. I mean, <laughs> the creators, designers, editors, etc. cetera. Uh-huh. It becomes this like amorphous, uh, right? Yeah, blob of mm-hmm. of knowledge that they pick ideas out of yeah. in this world, and that's why it's so like oh, this is similar. Oh, they were missing this piece. They're missing that piece. Whatever. Yeah. But it's like here's where there's there are these weird echoes that are happening. So that's like my theory. It. That's much. That's a much uh, better attitude to take because it's less frustrating. <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> I I've heard you complain about this for many months, and so now I'm like what. I'm not what? complaining. I'm just making observations. You're venting a little bit. <laughs> just making observations. Venting. <laughs> roasting and venting. Roasting. Vent and roast. Broasters. Broaster. Roasting it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Broiling and roasting at the same time. Mm-hmm. So let's keep going. Okay. What, why are you looking at your dice? Anyway, that was, it was just interesting to me. I was like, wow, okay, interesting. And you know what? I, I honestly did have a similar attitude where I'm like, okay, it was meant to be. It's some very strange synchronicity. Mm-hmm. Yeah happening here so we're just gonna roll with it cool so and therefore uh the person left side wound obviously is named in honor of the site okay perhaps he was born there maybe yes although you said he was wounded he had a gnarly scar on That's his true. left side he did actually legitimately have a left side <laughs> wound mm. uh-huh. maybe think, it was a prophecy think about it won't you thank you mm-hmm. anyway uh, so she tells you about this this uh, place, and so she says uh, she says I have visited that shrine, and it is there that I received a vision hmm. of the uh, dragon I have devoted myself to, which is Stifon the Black. Hmm. 
What are the other dragons? Well, it's uh, funny you should ask about that, and I can tell you about it in a moment. But first... A message from Squarespace. A message from Squatty Potty. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, so she says, I'm curious, daughter, hmm. if you have ever had any visions of dragons yourself. Have I? It's up to you. Let's roll it. All right. What do you want to roll? Ooh, you know what? I was just actually oh glimpsing. Demon the, lore? Looking at this. Thing here. Demon and monsters lore. Here, just roll this and read what you read the result you get on the die. <laughs> Is this one of those sex dice? That... Yes, it's like sixty nine. <laughs> no, it says like boobs, penis. All right. <laughs> but teats. Teats. Highly unlikely. Hmm. There you go. Boo. I wanted to roll my lore, Demons and Monsters. Oh, you could also do that. I'm going to do that. Okay. Come on, man. <laughs> you don't like the divination dice. I like the divination dice, but I don't know how it's weighted. Okay. So. All right. Um, let's see here. We'll see. We'll see if this, we'll see if the divination dice comes through with this dice roll. Okay. So I have 35. All right. Add your mental affinity to that. 22. So that's going to be. Your mental affinity? Oh, sorry. 10. So 45. 45. 45 plus... All right. You, you, uh, we'll just make what? this normal so it'll be uh, 100. Okay. 45 plus 58. Okay. So you got it. Yeah. Uh, barely. And so... Right. <laughs> um, cool. So that means that um, That's you have, lore, though. Well, so you've heard... So, so you know a bit about dragons. You know... Um, you know that they come in different different species. You know, there's there's different types of dragons. There's woolly dragons and frosty dragons and lightning dragons and all kinds of different. Yeah. Okay. You know, wow. they're sort of weirdly elemental in their mm-hmm. you know okay um, typology. Um, but yeah, what what do you think? Have you actually have you had visions of them or have you just heard of them? I've just heard of them. Okay. I haven't seen anything. I mean, here's the thing, wolf. A wolfin, like, man-eater, like, they've been living in this very highly stressful place. Yes. In servitude, enslaved. Yes. uh, Downtrodden, and not had the chance to think about any of these things. Hmm. And so the capacity for the wolfin mind to, like, feel expansive enough to think about these things and receive visions or messages would be, I think, very difficult. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So therefore, I think she's heard of these things, but hasn't experienced them herself because she had, just hasn't had the capacity or ability to do that because she's just been trying to survive. So I will say, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I know of dragons. I mean, I've heard people talk of them and I've seen depictions of dragons, but I've never had any messages or visions. I have been mostly focusing on surviving. All right. So she looks vaguely disappointed for a moment, you know, but then she says, uh, of course, completely understandable. Well, perhaps you will have a vision here. Maybe. If you do, I want you to tell me about it. Why? It's important for me to know. 
Why do you have to know my visions? Well, first of all, uh, in my capacity as high priestess. Secondly, it may affect um, it may affect your future. I can interpret the visions for you. All right. Oftentimes, visions will come that um, hold portents of uh, of what is not yet past. Huh. Come, let me uh, take you out to the. Uh, main part of the temple. And I will tell you more. Okay. Uh, So she leads you out, and you're looking at this, you know, big carved altar, you know, and she begins to, you know, point out, you know, all the different um, dragons depicted on it, right? Mm -hmm. And so uh, she takes you through that, and... Let's see. Let me just get to the right page. Yeah. It's, all, it's all snowy outside, right? Oh, yes, yes. It's just the village is like blanketed in snow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because there was a big storm coming when we were arriving. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you got in just before the storm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so now it's it's snowing pretty pretty heavily, you know. Um, so, yeah, so there are four four dragons. Uh, Kim Nark Mar. What? Kormoth. Zandragal mm-hmm. and Stifon. Mm-hmm. And um and so she just kind of takes you through that and um you know tells you that you can worship the the whole pantheon or you can devote yourself to a particular dragon. Uh many people choose, you know, a particular dragon to to follow. That's what you did, I say. Mm, indeed. Why? What is it about Stifon that is so important to you? Stifon, um, when he came to me, uh, offered me knowledge um, that I found most useful. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a time, frankly, of personal crisis in my faith. I'm just going to tell you right now that on the other side of this lake, Dream Lake, we call it, uh, there is a monastery. It is a monastery of blasphemers. They are, they claim to be followers of Dragon Rite, and mm-hmm. yet they do not follow the proper uh, rituals and beliefs. Why did they separate from you? They have been uh, led down a false path, frankly. And um, at the time, I was questioning um, the uh, the rituals and beliefs that we hold here. Um, not many. I have not told many about this, but uh, as my daughter, I I feel I uh, can tell you. And uh, when Stefan appeared to me, uh, he uh, confirmed my, uh, my beliefs and uh, told me that I was on the correct path. And so I, um, it only doubled my faith hmm. to have that What do the blasphemers experience. have to do with that? Were you part of that group? I was, we were closer in contact with them at the time. Things have 
frankly uh, worsened since then. And I fear that at some point in the near future, it, conflict may have to come to a head. Are they warriors as well? They are indeed. Hmm. Has this caused problems in the town? It has. Um, there have been brawls, fights, both here in the city and outside the city walls. Hmm. We have tried the peaceable approach with them, and it has not worked. I see. All right. Well, I'll. I guess I'll let you know if I get visited by any dragons. I'm not expecting it, though. <laughs> no one ever expects it. Hmm. So what's this over here? So I'm like looking at different pieces. Yeah. And different. Yeah, and she's just kind of taking you through it, you know, and answering questions and that kind of thing. You so know. as I'm around her more, do I sniff? Can I sniff her? More like, well, by this point, you've sort of like gotten her scent, so you know. Do you think I would it would jog any more memories? Why don't you make another roll? All right, so 34 mm-hmm. plus 22, mm-hmm. 56. Mm-hmm. Just, um, I'd say we'll lower the target number now that you've been around her, so mm-hmm. just got to roll a 44 better. <laughs> yeah, 67. There you go. All right. So now I'm like, this is more familiar. Yeah. Starting to settle in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's uncomfortable, though, for me. Because <laughs> I'm like, why did you abandon me? Mm. Why didn't you go looking for me? That's the question that's brewing at mm-hmm. this point. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, so why don't we do a little bit of a time jump oh. at this point? Okay. Not not too much, but just, you know, maybe a couple weeks go by, right? Okay. You know, you're settling in, mm-hmm. you're wrestling with this internal conflict. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming you're not just going to blurt it out. Well, you know. it is Maneater. I mean, really. <laughs> That's true, actually. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If you don't want to do the time jump. No, 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 we can. Okay. We can. Okay. Yeah. All right. I so. think she's biding her time. I mean, it's mm-hmm. like, it's winter, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. it's still very snowy. Right. Um, things are more dormant. Right. You right. know, and I'm kind of like feeling comfortable for the first time in like ever. Right. And so I'm just trying to adjust to this life. You're settling into that. And there's a little tiny part of me that's like, where's Callus? Like, I hope, <laughs> I wonder what they did to him. Like, <laughs> oh man. You know, are they torturing him? Like, yeah. But I think about all the times I was like tortured and abused, and I feel not as. I don't feel like any pangs of guilt or anything. Mm -hmm. So some weeks have gone on. Okay. Yeah. A couple weeks gone by. And, um, why are you so calm? I don't like this. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. Don't start. (laughs) All right. And, um, (laughs) Hmm. Oh Oh, no. Mm. Okay. So you've settled in in your in your little your little dorm there, little yes. dormitory. Yeah. Um, winter is fully upon the land, so it's like piling up in huge drifts against the sides of buildings, you know. And even for you know these eight to ten foot tall wolfen, it's you know you got to like people out clearing paths, you know, to, yeah. to get through and stuff. And, um, but you know you've you've enjoyed your share of. Uh, 
of saunas and whatnot <laughs> since then, no doubt. I think I've been helping clear paths and stuff. Okay, yeah. so you are like kind of making yourself useful. I'm contributing, yeah. Okay. I'm gonna go crazy if I wasn't. All right. Know. You know, and, and like, you know, I'm picturing like your 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 old gladiator armor is all packed away. Mm-hmm. You know, so you're just fully in the buckskins at this yeah. point. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, shoveling snow. And um, and so one one evening though, as you uh, lie in the embrace of slumber, mm-hmm. um. You uh, you begin to have a dream. Oh. And it is a dream in which you are back in your cell Ugh. in Arena Town. Mm-hmm. And it is, you know, it's not winter there. It's hot and the noisy. Noisy and dusty, bright, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, and so you move, you wake up and you move out from your cell and you see the the training grounds you know and the the other the wolfen and the orcs and the ogres and the humans who are members of this gladiator school are out there doing their exercises as callus walks up and down the lines you know correcting grips and Mm -hmm. you know telling you know stances and Mm -hmm. you know working one-on-one with some you know so forth um and uh and, but then, you know, you don't, you don't go and join them. You just move kind of like you're on little casters, you know, you move, <laughs> right? you move out of there and then you, you, you kind of emerge from the, the, the school. And then suddenly you're like, you're no longer even in arena town. You're in some, some other big city in the mm-hmm. Western empire that you've never actually seen before. It's one of those weird dreams where he's like, yeah. you know, kind of familiar, but then weird, right. weirdly different, mm-hmm. you know? So you're in this like big city and there's like huge like monumental uh, buildings, you know, domes and and columns and, you know, uh, colonnades and all that kind of stuff, you know, gold and marble and very, very fancy. Mm-hmm. And you're moving across this big plaza where all these all these humans are going about their business, you know, but you just move past them and you go up this very broad stair stairway into what looks like this palace, you know. You pass through the big gilded front doors and you're going down this marbled hall. And uh, and, and down at the end of the hall, there's a set of, like, big mahogany double doors and those part way for you and you move through into the next room. And in the next room, you see, like, this great big banquet table has been set up and it's piled up with, like, gold coins and gold bars and gold statues. And it's just more gold than you've ever seen in one place in your life. Mm-hmm. And sitting on the other side of it is none other than your old pal, Emperor Itomas. Oh. In all of his al- albinic glory. Okay. You know. And he's sitting there and he's just shoveling the gold into his mouth. And he's eating it. He's chewing on it, gulping it down. He's, he's eating the gold bars like... Hershey bars, you know, <laughs> okay. just taking big chunks out of uh-huh. it, popping the coins in his mouth, chewing them up like Skittles, you know, mm. like, it's, you know, he's just, he's just chewing away on it. And, uh, and at that point you, uh, you wake up. The hell? So when I wake up, it's like I don't know where I am. Right. I'm completely confused. Yeah, for a second you think maybe you're back in your cell. In, That's right. In Arena Town. Yeah. But then you feel the the, the sort of cold air. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I'm here. So I have to kind of get back into that mindset 
of like being here and not there. Right. Right. And wondering what the hell did that dream mean? Um, so I think I could go to Sif. Mm -hmm. Um, and I should tell her about this. Okay. So her, her, uh, Residency is like right across, like it's kind of a you know typical symmetrical temple layout, right? So there's like your dorms on this side, hers is on the opposite side across the main mm-hmm. the main area. So yeah, I'll head over there. Okay. All right. So it's it's sometime in the wee wee hours. Yeah. You know, it's very it's just eerily quiet. You know, all the candles are out. There's just a few braziers still burning out mm-hmm. in the main area. So you uh, you pad across. You know, to mm-hmm. the other side and give a little light knock. Mm-hmm. Okay. And there's no answer. I'll just come back later. Okay. So um, you start crossing back over to your chamber when you hear somewhere in the dark depths of the temple a loud metallic clanging. So I'll head to the sound. Okay. All right. So you, uh, you press... Uh, onwards into the interior of the temple, past the um, the big altar, and uh, looking around. Um, yeah, why don't we get another another uh, scent um, <laughs> smell? Isn't there isn't there something like a a blood? Yeah, track blood scent. Twenty eight percent. Okay, give me that. Um, with mental with it, uh, endurance or mental what? Um, IQ. Hmm. We'll go with mental affinity on this one. Oh, boo. Okay. <laughs> so it's 38. Mm-hmm. Mm, I'll get faster at this, but... Mm-hmm. That's fine. Yeah, target number 100. Uh, so 62 or better. Okay. No. What's a, what's a 16? 16. 16. All right, so you think you might smell some blood in the air, but you're not sure where it's coming from. Um, so you're just kind of looking around, mm-hmm. you know. So I want to go toward the sound. This is this is where the sound came from. Okay, you're I'm going to just keep looking around. Yeah, yeah. All right, so um, let's see. I think you have a detect concealment skill, right? Um. I'm looking at all my mm-hmm. things. Detect concealment? Mm-hmm. No, it would be under skills. Let's no, I don't. Take a look. I have climb skill walls, dance, disguise, imitate voices, recognize weapon quality, streetwise, language, first aid, track, trap, animals, land navigation, lore, boxing, athletics, tumbling, wrestling, prowl, musical instruments, track, humanoids, use, recognize, poison, running, field, armor vault and still walk okay that's a fine so uh in this case then you don't have any dedicated skill for finding hidden things so just give me a d100 roll please uh this is what i needed 69 (laughs) all right uh good so yeah, I'll say that um, this is a fairly easy task because this isn't like super concealed. But basically, as you're looking around, you see uh, kind of over in a, a particularly darkened corner 
off the main area. There's a, a metal grate in the floor. I'll go to it. Mm-hmm. So standing over it, that blood smell, definitely much more pronounced, kind of wafting up from, from the grate. Mm-hmm. And um, you have night vision, so you can see that the uh, you know under the grate there's a wooden stairway that descends into the. Into All right, the earth. I'll pull up the grate if I can. Yeah, you're strong, so mm-hmm. up it goes mm-hmm. with a bit of a creak. And can I go on? On is it the big, small, big enough space that I can? Mm-hmm. It's, okay, it's Wolfen sized. Okay, yeah. <laughs> this is weird because uh-huh. why is there a grate? Shouldn't there just be a trap door over this? Uh, air circulation, maybe. All right. So I head down the stairs. Mm-hmm. All right. So you lower the grate back down as you go down the stairs. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you don't descend very far. It's like a basement stairway kind of situation. And then you find yourself uh, standing on a, you know, just packed earth floor with uh, stone walls and a wooden ceiling overhead. And... Um, you know, it's extremely dim down mm-hmm. here, right? There's can, like, yeah. But you do have night vision. Yeah. So there's just, there's like maybe a candle is lit somewhere down the hall. Mm-hmm. It's just enough ambient light to let you sort of follow your way along the wall. And you can see that there are cell doors. So it is like kind of a weird prison or dungeon hmm. kind of situation. Hmm. So I'm looking into one of the cells. Okay. Uh, so you look in and you see uh, a couple uh, sleeping forms uh, that you recognize as either human or orc. What? This is upsetting to me. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at the doors. Like, how are they secured? Um, pretty, pretty securely. They have iron bands and locks. Mm-hmm. You know. I'm looking around for keys. Okay. So you can carry on down mm-hmm. the hall a bit. Um, so no sign of any, uh, keys, um, as you're looking about, uh, you reach the, the end of the corridor and there is indeed like a small little table with a candle burning on it. So someone was here, but, uh, so I'm looking around mm-hmm. the place. What else is there? It's just, you know, there's like a half dozen cell doors and that's about it. It doesn't look like there's like a, I mean, there's a table, but like, is there, there's a chair, mm-hmm. a candle, mm-hmm. there's no weapons on the walls or anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what this is. Yeah. So I'm gonna, are there any other entrances or exits? Mm-mm. It's just one way in and out. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go and, and look in another one of the cells. Okay. Uh, so this one you look in and at first you think it's uh, totally empty. Um, but then there's a, a slight bit of movement. And um, and as your eyes adjust to the darkness, you can see that <clears throat> there's on the little bear cot, wooden cot, um, against the wall, there is somebody who's just kind of sitting up. Um, it takes you a moment to even kind of resolve them Mm -hmm. you know in your vision because they're so they're so just like a part of the of the darkness in there Hmm. and this is due to the fact that uh as you're looking you can see that it it seems to be an elf uh but their their skin is like charcoal black Mm -hmm. you know it's it's like uh onyx Mm -hmm. you know their hair is black 
seemingly even their eyes are black. Hmm. And um, and so they uh, they seem to be awake. And um, and they say uh, they say, well, it's about time you came down here. Who are you? I'm Stavros. Stavros. That's all you need to know for now. Mm, no, I. There's a little bit more I need to know. Mm, you're right about that. Has your mother talked to you about what the Church of Dragonrite asks of its followers? No. I'm. I would like to learn. So he stands up and walks over. How did you know it was my mother? I know a lot of things. Why? Are you magical? You might say that. Now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Your mother's very interested in whether you've had visions of dragons. How do you know that? Voices carry. Uh-huh. It gets awfully echoey down here. (laughs) Who are you? And, like, what? I mean, who are these people that are here? Well, these are, mm, you might say, the corral of um, ritual victims waiting the next big holy day. All right. What do you want? What do you want to tell me? You're in danger, girl. <laughs> so that's what he says? <laughs> More or less. Uh, <laughs> he says, I wanted to give you a warning. A fair warning. Your mother is very interested in finding out whether you've had any visions of dragons. Because if you have, well then, she will happily induct you into the church as an acolyte and future priestess. But if you haven't, she will more than happily make you the starring sacrifice at the Spring Equinox Festival. Mm. That is, if you don't do something about it first. What do I have to do? I'm sure you can figure it out. Not with my five intelligence. Oh, suddenly that's a crutch, is it? (laughs) How did you get in here? How'd they capture you? Hmm. They captured me a long time ago. Why haven't they killed you yet? They know that would be a mistake. Then why are you down here? It's a nice place to hang out. What? It doesn't seem very nice. I'm looking around. It doesn't look very nice. I've been in cells. I know what this is like. It suits my tastes, for now. Why should I believe you? You shouldn't. You'll find out the truth soon enough. Mmm. Gritting my teeth. (laughs) What if I just let you all free? I don't think your mother would like that very much at all. How would she know it was me? She may not. 
She might find it out. She's very clever, you know. Yeah, but you're acting like you're smarter than her. I am. Then again, why are, I mean, they're keeping you down here. Why don't you just escape? They're not keeping me here. I can come and go anytime I like. Then what the hell are you doing here today? To tell me this special message? I told you, I like this environment. <laughs> what, a place where people are miserable and sad? Mm, you yes. feed off of that energy? I enjoy the dank. Mm-hmm. So how many cells are there total? Six. Including Stavros's? Mm-hmm, yeah. This is upsetting to me. Mm-hmm. On multiple levels. Mm-hmm. Nowhere is safe. Mm. Oh, I hate this. All right, look. If you can come and go as you please, and when is the next time you're leaving? Where do you go to? Oh, I go all over. Did you know about that village that I was in? Where there was, like, this demon? I heard about that. How, okay, so how do you know all this stuff about my life? That raven of your mother's. Yeah. It's a messenger. It keeps her in communication with certain allies. What, you? No, no, no. Are you that raven? Are you a shapeshifter? <laughs> I'm not. Good guess, though. So the raven, mm. what if we got rid of it? Well, your mother wouldn't like that either. But it would be one less tool she would have. True. But its master might uh, take some exception with you, and you've already met him once. Who's that? The 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 demon guy, the king demon dude in that village. <laughs> king shit of Demon Mountain. Yeah, <laughs> king king shit of Demon Mountain, who's likes to frequent Shit Town, USA, <laughs> and feed off of the souls there. You came all the way from Shit Town, USA. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yes, you were wise not to speak his name. I don't remember. It should it. not be. It should not be spoken. Well, I think Maneater would. It should oh, not it be. Should. It should not be spoken in at such a time of night in such an environment. Why not? I might summon him. It's like Beetlejuice. Don't say it. <laughs> um, you know about Beetlejuice? <laughs> oh no, that's twice. <laughs> all right. So, all right. Look. I smelled blood down here. Was there bloodletting? What happened? Well, I needed to attract you down here somehow, didn't I? What did you do? Don't worry about it. What? <laughs> I am worried about it. How do I know you're not going to, like, you're not working for my mom and you're going to turn against me? Why would you even help me? I can work for multiple people at one time. Perhaps it's in my best interest to find out who the strongest is. Well, I think you know that's me. I think I do. And I think I know that you'll do the right thing when the time comes. <laughs> lie and say that I've had dragon visions? <laughs> I'm not asking you to lie. I'm not going to destroy a wolf in town. I'm not asking you to do that either. What are you asking me to do? Do the right thing when the time comes. And with that, he steps back into the shadows, and this time, he truly does disappear. I'm upset. I'm very upset. 
There's nowhere that's actually peaceful in this goddamn world. <laughs> so you may think at this moment. And this is wrong. I know this is wrong. And I'm very sensitive to those things. Hmm. And the fact that I would be, like, instantly abandoned just because I didn't have dragon visions is really stupid. And she's already abandoned me anyway, so what allegiance do I have, really, to this person who says that they're my mother? Hmm. So I'm just thinking those things Mm -hmm. as I leave the dungeon. So, uh, as you are leaving the dungeon, um... Walking past one of the cells, mm-hmm. you put your feet in a puddle of warm blood. I turn to it. I go to it. It's spreading out from under the cell door. What is it? Uh, it smells like wolfen blood. What? Mm-hmm. I look in the cell. You can't. Uh, well, let's see. Wolfen are big. Uh, you see, <laughs> you see, like the feet and legs of a wolfen, like kind of laying near the door. So I try to open it. It's unlocked, but it takes a bit of force because the body's lying up against the door. Okay. But you do you do force it open, and then you recognize one of the acolytes. Oh my god! Is there a knife in there, or a sword, or something? Um, their uh, throat is torn out. <gasps> oh, who's that demon guy? Oh, so Stavros, I've I've lured demon monsters and stuff. Oh sure. So can I try to yeah, yeah. figure out? Yeah, so this would be that plus your IQ. <laughs> I resent this instantly. Hey. 40, so 60 and up. Uh-huh. 98, what? which explodes. Whoa, do it, do it. Oh. <laughs> yeah, roll again. 91. Wow, okay, so that's 189. Yeah. Plus what? Uh, your your skill of what? Oh, my skill. Five. <laughs> well, And five, Demon Lore, 40. 40. So 45. <laughs> yeah. So, no, 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 no. No, it's a total 40. So lore is... Oh, my, my Demon Lore is 35. My IQ is five. Okay. What do we say? 191? Yeah. So 231? Yeah. Are you excited Damn. by that? I'm, I'm excited we got an exploding die on the first session. <laughs> Are you excited by that? Yeah. Did that give you a little endorphin rush? It did help me wake up a little bit more. Oh my god! I'm sorry. I'm putting you to sleep. <laughs> no, I mean like, like I'm just I'm, there's so many things I'm thinking about. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. So, uh, well done. I will say with the result that high, um, that, um, mm, <laughs> how to put this through your filter? Oh. Uh- Okay, so when you were when you were growing up in the gladiator school, like I mean, like you know, because you have this demon and monster lore <laughs> skill, so you had to learn that somewhere. I did, right? Yeah. So I'm thinking that like people just traded stories, yeah. in the evenings, yeah, you know, they, and and of course, you know, what's what's a more badass story than talking about monsters, demons, all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. so. Um, so you remember actually somebody telling the story about they, they didn't use they didn't go by the name, right? They didn't say Stavros, but they said that oftentimes the um, the dragon god Stiphon will walk the earth 
in the form of a black-skinned elf. Uh-oh. Oh, no! <laughs> 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 He's tired of my mom, I think. <laughs> Baby, you got a Sith Lord going. <laughs> <laughs> Turn against your mother. Basically. Let the hate flow Basically, through you. yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm upset. I'm upset that this wolfen is dead. That's very sad to me. Um, it's upsetting. Mm-hmm. And it's also like, oh no, I saw the black dragon. But that's the dragon that my mom is dedicated to. Mm-hmm. She's a, she's a big Stifon stan. <laughs> All right. So I want to get these other dragons involved to team up against Stifon. Well, you got a whole monastery of blasphemers on the other side of the lake. So, so okay, I want to be clear on this. Yeah. So this monastery or this temple is devoted to Stife on the Black, period. Well, no. It, it, the, oh. way, the way that, that any Church of Dragon Rite works is that they always honor all four um, dragons. Okay. Like, but individual worshipers then go, I want to devote myself to whoever, right? right? And right. so, and that's their, their right to do that. Okay. So it's like... Um, it's like kind of like a pantheon style temple, mm-hmm. you know, but then it's like, oh, I'm a worshiper of Zeus or I'm a worshiper of Hermes or whatever, you know. So. Well, this is um, this is a weird development. But she was talking about this monastery as being like a bunch of blasphemers, but she wouldn't really go into why why they were blasphemers. All right. So that was basically Stifon that to me and why was he why is he going I thought my mom was a follower of his why why isn't he happy with her mm. and this poor acolyte is dead for no reason so I'm gonna leave mm-hmm. I'm gonna get out of the dungeon mm-hmm. and, no problem uh, yeah and just close the grate and head back to my cell okay what time of day it's like probably dawn at, uh, at this point maybe uh getting there so, so I'm going to go back to my, I'm going to go back to her cell to see if she's awake. Okay. So you, you go back and put your ear to the door and you can hear the, some shuffling sounds as she's like moving around. Okay. So I knock. Yes. Come in. I've seen the black dragon. Ooh. <laughs> All right, so she turns around and just gives you this big wolfen grin. And she says, I'm so pleased to hear that. Saving my skin. I know. For now. So do you want to leave it off there? You think that's a good I think that's good a good place? note to yeah. leave it on. Yeah, yeah. What do you think? I, I agree. You're running yeah. it, so. Yeah. No, I mean, we could go a little, little further, but that's oh, good. Oh, is there more to... Oh, I, I have all kinds of notes. But uh, I think that is a good place to leave it off, mm-hmm. so we will do that. Um, just metagamey wise Mm. Um, just to make you aware of some options that lie ahead of you. You can multi-class into another occupational character class, you know, according to the rules. So basically what I wanted to do is give you some options if you want to do that. Like you can continue on as a gladiator, mm-hmm. right? Like just continue being, you know, going mm-hmm. along that that um, 
that advancement uh, mm. track. Now, obviously, if you... I don't really think that's, like, necessary. Yeah, right. That's kind of why I was thinking about it. I'm like, mm, things have shifted, right? <laughs> I haven't been playing it my cheerful as much, but things are uh, kind of grim Things are right a little now. grim. You're not... Yeah, you're... It's I'm not just, delusional. It's just a sign of, you know... How dark where you're things at. are. Right yeah, exactly. Um, okay, Sorry. so... Oh, I didn't mean to Sorry. No, no, that's fine. So then... Um, so there's that, and then um, uh, let's see. So multi-class. So oh, I don't think a gladiator is right. really helpful. Yeah, because you're not really a gladiator anymore, no. are you? Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. So if you continue on, now that you've had a dragon vision, as you say, you can save your own ass. Mm -hmm. uh, depends on how you feel about sticking around here, but obviously, mm -hmm. your your uh, you know Sif would be like, I want to train you to be like a new priestess basically. So you could go in the direction of becoming a priest. Mm -hmm. Priest OCC. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The other option that I'll just float out there is that in Palladium uh second edition there are there is a occupational character class of warrior monk. Mm. And you could either train for that here in service to mom mm -hmm. or you know, switch sides and go over to the Blasphemer's Monastery hmm. and see what that's like and train there, you know. So it's something to think about. But if you wanted to go down the Warrior Monk path, it's actually pretty badass. You get all this, like, stick-fighting skills and, you know, <laughs> right. uh, you know, meditative powers and all this kind of... I mean, it's full-on, like, Shaolin Monk, basically. Mm -hmm. So, okay, yeah, just something to think about there. Right. So... Yeah, or you could just multi-class into like soldier if you just wanted to be like kind of a martial mm -hmm. character who's just still using. Well, if like she trains me, wouldn't I be like a warrior monk anyway? Uh, it depends on on the focus you want to put on it. Like, yeah, like if you want to kind of inherit her legacy, it would be as a priest. Mm -hmm. But if you want to just be like, I want to be a warrior for your church, then it would be warrior monk. Hmm. Yeah, and then it would be a question of which side do you want to serve. Okay, yeah. I have to think about it. Yeah. And and I'll work in the the monastery into the next session. Okay. Uh, I have plans for that, so oh. you'll get a chance to kind of get an idea of what they're like. Yeah. Yeah. But just wanted to let you know about that option. Okay. Mechanically speaking. All right. You know, That's helpful. So, yeah. Very good. All right. Well, um, you know, I uh, hmm. just kind of try to lighten the mood a little bit. You know. The hell? Good session. Okay, um, thank you. What, what have you learned? I don't know. No, just give me my character. My oh, XP. you want you want your XP, right? Right. <laughs> oh yeah, you don't have to justify anything. Nope. All right. So. <laughs> so I mean, good, I think I I think I played it well. You played it very well, and you sang. Where do I even put my points? You sang memory. It's on there. Uh, upper left on the front page, somewhere in there. Upper left. Yeah, in that whole group of stuff, where the, the level is and everything. There you go in the middle. All right, so... It's in the middle. So what are the points here? <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see here. That is 100... Uh, 250. Oh, my goodness. Mm -hmm. That's how we're all feeling for Manny right now. I feel for you. You do. You should, because... God, that sucked. <laughs> 54, 35. God, that was a shitty session. No, that's not what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I just, you're really good at turning the screws, and I feel like... Oh, thank you. Wait, when's the next time I can level up? Well, it depends. I mean, if you stick oh, with Oh, depending on my... Okay, yeah. never mind. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Okay, so I'll say great game, good job. 
You did a great job. You always bring it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I can only hope to do as well as you on all of this. And um, yeah, you're doing a great job. Thank you. And you're feeling a little little tired at the beginning, but... I think we both were, but you know, we're just, we're getting back into the swing of it. We so are. Yeah. It's all so this, good. This is, try to do this more often. This is intense. This isn't like, I mean, this really doesn't feel, I don't know. It's, it's darker than I thought it would be. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I have to present some kind of a challenge, don't I? Like absolutely. I yeah. just I'm just thinking about the stuff with Laszlo and stuff. This it wasn't. It didn't seem as dark. I guess. Uh, well, that's because you were naive, young adventurers. You know, like you didn't you didn't know the stakes yet. Oh man, that's that's not good. Well, okay. <laughs> I mean, it's a great game. Great game. <laughs> I feel like I'm getting mixed messages. No, no, it's just very dark. Yeah, it is. This is very dark. That's all. Well, and you know, you know me well enough to know that if I'm going this dark, it's only so I can set up for like some cool escapades. Mm-hmm. Escapades. What? <laughs> How was Down that? the line. Why did, like you instantly, the soundboard. why did you instantly have that on? <laughs> what in the world? Just my DJing skills. That was instant though. <laughs> Yeah, I just I saw it on the same list. So, oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, okay. It was like right there. That's like, great. Oh, escapades. escapades. All right. Well, All right. we should leave on that note. We'll leave on that. Uh, okay. All right. <laughs> Till next time. All right. <laughs> um.